Welcome to the Daily Combat Podcast. The Daily Combat Podcast is brought to you as always by Olympic hopeful turned boxer and all-round sporting polymath Isabella Rossitano, arm wrestling influencer Hollywood Matt Connolly, and combat sports ring announcer Dave Stockbridge. So join Izzy, Dave, and Matt as we talk about the world of combat sports on this episode of the Daily Combat Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Combat Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name's Dave Stockbridge. And joining me, as always, the double biceps are out. It's Hollywood Matt Connolly, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, So thank you so much for joining us. And today, we're going to be covering off on the Apex Sport Fest, and in particular, the arm wrestling tournament that took place. Uh, The most significant national level arm wrestling competition to take place in Adelaide last weekend. So <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. so it was a, it was a tremendous uh, event, a great day. Uh, you enjoyed it? Oh, it was massive. Yeah. It was huge. So, oh. Matt, uh, did you have something to do with organising that entire event? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Not the entire sports festival, but all the arm wrestling side of thing. Yeah. Uh, with your assistance, of course. Uh, and a lot of the COD members did help out. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we got uh, some interstate pullers that came along. And uh, you can see on the, the screen there, we've got uh, uh, one of the guys from Sydney who came down for the event. Mm-hmm. Um, went fantastically. I was there from, like, 7 a.m. until... Well, time to leave. 11, 11, 11, 11 p.m. midnight. Yeah, it was getting yeah. there. You were still there. You I was still there, yes. <laughs> you, you had a big day as well. <laughs> you were doing the uh, the ring commentary for all the uh, MMA events. Um, uh, just the, the announcing. Yeah, right. so I did the announcing, well, the stadium announcing during the course of the day, just uh, um, the hype man for the day. Okay. And then uh, in the afternoon, it was uh, ringside for the Muay Thai and kickboxing, right. and then um, made my way over to the cage to announce uh, the MMA card for uh, DFC. Yeah. So a privilege as always. So thank you very much to the team at Diamondback, and really it, it, Diamondback uh, FC, are the people responsible for the Apex Sport Fest and mm. uh, do a tremendous job. This is the second year in a row mm-hmm. um, for second, the event. Second inaugural. Second inaugural. <laughs> <laughs> second debut. <laughs> and, uh, and somewhat marred by COVID restrictions, unfortunately, and Omicron surge, and that obviously would have had an effect on the, the, the gate uh, takings for the day, but had no effect on the enthusiasm of the athletes that were there. And, um, and on the day... Uh, People had the opportunity of seeing a whole range of combat sports all within the same stadium. Mm-hmm. So uh, you had, um, well, as sports as disparate as uh, modified rugby league rules, mm-hmm. arm wrestling, medieval battles. Uh, FEMA were there, the um, uh, the uh, European um, Medieval Martial Arts um, uh, society um, uh, demonstrating what they do, which was super interesting. Strongman, uh, of course, as mentioned before, uh, the kickboxing and uh, the MMA rounded out the night. Mm-hmm. But um, what a, a fantastic concept mm-hmm. and uh, beautifully executed by a wonderfully professional team and uh, and put on something that I think all South Australians can be really proud of. Absolutely. Yeah, it seems to be that we, we say this all the time, but with Diamondback FC... It, it seems to be the, the premier MMA organisation for the country. And I think 
uh, our prediction is that in the next few years there will be the number one go-to MMA event that's going to be for for Australia, mm. uh, and hopefully a bit of a sort of a feeder league maybe into the UFC. Mm. Very professional, and we're so appreciative from the arm wrestling point of view that they put on this sort of festival where they're allowing these, I don't want to call them fringe sports, but sports that don't get sort of highlighted or they don't get the opportunity to be part of festivals normally. Yeah. Um, so obviously they've sort of built their event around their Diamondback MMA card mm. and then you've got your other sports sort of sitting on the side, but each one of those gets the opportunity to showcase itself to a larger audience, which is just an amazing, uh, you know, wonderful thing that, that Diamondback is doing for, for those sports. So we're hugely appreciative of that. Yeah, and, and I think if people are wondering why there's so many disparate activities taking place on the one day, it's very much um, embodied in uh, and personified by the organiser, Craig Ike, mm. who has played rugby league, has uh, enjoyed wrestling, has been a part of the BJJ community, who's obviously instrumental in the MMA world and uh, has connections throughout that whole space. And, and through those connections, he's seen a way to put on an event that's, uh, well, compelling, compelling viewing for those people that happen to be watching uh, the pay-per-view, uh, wherever they may be in, around the world. Mm-hmm. And for those people that are in the stadium, it's um, a spectacular concept. And as mentioned, beautifully executed. They did a great job. And on the day, uh, everybody walked away uh, exhausted, yeah. but completely satisfied uh, with uh, what they what they got. You know, mm-hmm. their 65 bucks bought them an amazing <laughs> amount of value <laughs> for, for the day. So, yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, and as, as we mentioned, the... Um, uh, the the MMA card was the end of the night and uh, and before that uh, the kickboxing was going on um, but around that time there was some finals going on for the arm wrestling that's right mm. yeah so we ran uh, I think we'd started the actual tournament around one o'clock mm-hmm. and we finished it probably I think Craig had wanted us to be done by five thirty <laughs> are you still going uh, maybe 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 <laughs> yeah no we 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 pretty much wrapped up around that time which is awesome but uh the great thing was at the end of the tournament um and this is at the end of every tournament if anyone ever goes to an arm wrestling tournament wait until the end because that's when everyone feels relaxed and the, mm. you know the, the results are in um and everybody can just jump on the tables with everybody else mm. and you've got some of the best guys in the in the state or in the country and they're freely just going you know anyone that wants to come up and have a go and that's what happened we had a lot of general public come up um, and, you know, we had, I think, seven tables or something set up, and, you know, they were fully used for the next couple of hours, which is why I left so late. I, I didn't want to leave and because it was like, oh, this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy, and yeah. this girl wanted to have a go, and this guy, and it was like, oh, this is awesome. You know, people are trying it because they saw the tournament taking place, mm. uh, but then you've got all of the, the pullers that are involved in the tournament are, like, sitting back going, no, no, I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm not even going to go shake your hand because I, <laughs> I don't lift my hand. I waste all my energy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and with the uh, with the arm wrestlers, like, a, a, a lot of people don't, I would say, a lot of people aren't aware that it's a very much... Uh, the crowd can get involved. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like a lot. Like you probably don't want to get in the MMA cage <laughs> when the fighters are, you know, had their fights and right. you know have a bit of a muck around with them. Do you? you want don't want to do that with arm wrestling? Um, it's 
the it, it's that's probably what a lot of the spectators wait for is that chance to jump on the table yeah. with the competitors and in some cases these may be uh, their idols and uh, I know your first experience with arm wrestling was with one of the greatest of all time mm-hmm. and at, at at an event and uh, so that's how you came about um, the great sport of arm wrestling. It was funny because yeah, with Devin Larratt, who's the world champion uh, from Canada, who was doing a tour around Australia. And he was doing a seminar, and it was like titled, you know, seminar, whatever he's going to explain, some t- training techniques. And he was doing that for about 40 minutes, and you could see everyone was just like, Okay. We just we just want we just want to get on the table. Can we, <laughs> can we, just stop can we talking about it. I'm not listening to that. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> can I get on the table? <laughs> Show me, don't tell me. And then I think he went, All right, all right. Who's first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, it was four hours straight of him not leaving the table. I think actually he left because his elbow was bleeding. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> to get a like a band aid so or something. The skin gave out before them. <laughs> Right, yeah, because I was coming out of the, so he was in the back area, and then he was coming back in, uh, like, and he's like holding his elbow. He's like, "Oh, I need to get a, you know, oh, I need to get a, a band aid or something." Um, yeah, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, and then he came back out, kept going. <laughs> I, got, I think my elbow's the still, still going. And, and is that from? It's from back then. No, uh, uh, is, no. is that from when you were Devon? Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Never heals. I, I keep scratching it out. <laughs> So the scab comes back worse. That's right. Yeah, no, that's what so you can keep feeling the pain. That's right. Or is it love? I don't know. Oh, but from I just want to feel actually. something. Yeah. Uh, Gunters. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, that that was a bit of a an unfortunate, uh, a missed opportunity maybe for arm wrestling here in South Australia. Yeah. We we do have uh, in uh, South Australia uh, one of the. Well, one of the greats in the country, but uh, a man that was uh, competitive at the highest level for, for many years, mm-hmm. uh, Gunter's uh, Boykov. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, I guess so. Boykovs. Boykovs? Yeah. We'll go with Boykovs. Yeah, sounds good. Whatever Gunter's wants is what <laughs> yeah. we're going with, by the way, because the man's a fucking giant. I don't think I've ever heard him say his last name. He doesn't, no. It's, it remains unsaid. I've, Tim, <laughs> Tim has said it as Boykov, so I'll go with that. Okay, and that way we can blame Tim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that. Um, so, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, and, and uh, he actually resigned here in South Australia and uh, uh, amongst other things he's a Lutheran minister and uh, he had some issues pop up in his parish and we were well we, we were a little bit excited mm. that uh, Gunters may have been able to make his way over to the tables and may have been able to take on one of Australia's best mm-hmm. um, somebody who over recent times has uh, certainly proven himself not just uh, here in Australia but over in the US as well um, so um, and it's a shame that Mario Tembarkas didn't have that opportunity to perhaps test himself um, yeah. but uh, uh, you had the chance to test yourself against uh, Gunters <laughs> and you also uh, had had a chance to uh, feel out Mario and and uh, so you're the only person <laughs> that has arm wrestled both men uh, so uh, we, we where, where do you think things is? Well, it's almost like it's so hard to tell because no, you, they, have to, you have to choose. You have to choose oh, one. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd say Mario at the okay, moment because Mario might be watching. You know, <laughs> <laughs> <won't> be. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, but but uh, it would have been a really interesting matchup. It, it would have been fantastic. Oh, it would have been great. Yeah. yeah. But although well, the only reason I keep, I pick him Mario is, is because Gunter hasn't trained or done any arm wrestling. <laughs> For like a year, yeah, <laughs> and before that, it was one time, and then a year before that, 
<laughs> and he said on Sunday because he came along to our training session. Uh, you know, this is my my yearly session. <laughs> so, but yeah, he's phenomenal. I think with with a little bit of conditioning and, and getting back into the rhythm of things and some matches, uh, he would yeah, as as I had a podcast with Tim the Viking Graham a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about a top ten in Australia for arm wrestling, uh, and he said if Gunters was. He put Gunters at seven. So if Gunters was active, he's at seven. He, no, he put Gunters even, at seven even now. inactive. <laughs> and he said if he was active, he would be two or three, like sure. just within a few months. Wow. So, yeah. And then potentially looking at number one fairly quickly. He's that good. Wow. Yeah. yeah just wow. crazy. And and you see the guy, he's like a natural athlete. I mean, 6'5", oh. uh, you know, over 100 kilos. How old is he, 45? Yes, yeah, he that age? Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's not necessarily a prime, but he looks magnificent right. for somebody who's yeah. not training at the moment. I exactly. mean, he, he looks pretty match fit. Yeah, sort of like you could say to him, like any sport you want to do, you, you will be good at it. <laughs> yeah. You will be successful at this, you know, whatever. Like, uh, Just maybe, a gift maybe not man. Horse, maybe not being a jockey, but apart <laughs> <laughs> from that, or Formula One driving, I think they're quite small too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't fit in the car. Yeah. <laughs> but apart from that, yeah, just naturally, I mean, because you can see the guy is just, uh, I mean, his technique, uh, he, he helped us yeah. actually a lot with, uh, with some advice so that I think will play into my game leading forwards mm. it made a big difference just oh, really? those little little tips that little he gave tips. me yeah this is a secret the secret technique uh, yeah the <laughs> alchemy it's it's, a, it's really interesting like you, when you get into proximity with people that are at or amongst the best you, you your game elevates really quickly yeah um and uh well you know to, but unfortunately Gunters was not available and so uh mario was and mario made his way all the way over from sydney mm-hmm. and uh and came over here and uh, um, test himself against the best that South Australia had to offer, and um, you know, I guess we're, we're going to go through that little list uh, of um, we're seeing some of the bouts in the lead up to the finals yeah, uh, so here. So maybe just talk us through the nature of the competition and the the format of the tournament. Yeah, so it was double elimination for each division. Yep. There was four divisions, I believe. So there was a beginners tournament, which I set up deliberately for people that were. Less than six months experience. Okay. Uh, because I always want people to be able to feel like they can enter a tournament and not just go against somebody who's just going to instantly pin, like flash pin them and then they, oh, well, that was, yeah. you know, I didn't learn anything from that. And it was, you know, they lose twice instantly and then they're out. Yeah. So at least in a beginner's class, um, it didn't have a weight restriction deliberately um, because it was more based around inexperience. And mm. it's like, and, and it was almost like people could have just walked up and joined into that class. Yeah. Um, and a couple of our guys from the club did really well in that. So that was that was one of the divisions. Double elimination means that you have to lose twice. Um, and in the beginners class, uh, Hamza, who is only 16 years old, one of our uh, Young regulars, yeah. yeah, he took out the left and the right, like convincingly, like very, very well. And uh, he was wrapped to get a, the left-hand win because mm. he, he beat somebody in that that he, he's never beaten before in training. So mm. he was super pumped. It was, it was great. He hit the table with excitement, you know. Yeah, it was, it it was, was so really cool good. to see, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was good to be there for that moment. So, yeah, yeah it's beginners. Then you had uh, under 80 kilos. Yep. And then under 95 kilos. And then 95 kilos and above all the heavyweights. And that's what's on screen at the moment. So yeah, um, that's what Mario Tambakis 
was Steve in. Steve Slipper. Steve Slipper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and two, two, two fouls. So, so Peter, Peter also came a long way for, for this did. one. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, I think Billy, he, well, he's from Sydney as well. Um, I, I think the Sydney Spartans are the same club that Mario is from. Yep. Um, yeah, came along for the tournament. Uh, he, he's a fantastic puller. Um, yeah, it was a little uh, unfortunate on the day. He, um, he got fouled out a couple of times. Um, it's a long way to come to be fouled out, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, sometimes it goes so, that so way. So here we've got uh, one of the stronger guys <laughs> here in South Australia, Steve, uh, up against Mario and uh, Mario humouring him momentarily, <laughs> holding him confidently before dragging the back <laughs> of his hand to... Look at that. There yeah, we go, Mario. Mario. There we go. <laughs> the single bicep up only because he was holding on to something. That's right. And, uh, yeah. It's the only reason you can do a single bicep is you're holding a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is right, right arm here. It's a couple of the local Shane guys. versus Brandon or yeah. the, the Saw Doctor the versus Saw Doctor. The, the Beast. And and these guys have uh, had a couple of super matches together as well mm-hmm. and have been quite evenly, evenly matched. So I've got mm. a feeling that if... Uh, the beast here had just slipped straight to straps. He would have. Uh, there we go. Or that, there we go. If well, he, he got the win. Yeah. So he got the win because of intentional slip. There, yeah. he just pulled away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. If it went, to, oh, if I was Brandon, I would have been going strap. He's significantly stronger in mm. in, in strap. Uh, and uh, we got to Tyler, the hitman. Mm-hmm. It's big, big Ben, who I think cut in a, a fresh mullet for this. <laughs> Tournament. Um, <laughs> he, he said when he saw himself back on video because <laughs> I played it back after the tournament had finished, and then he goes, "Oh man, I didn't know my hair looked like that." <laughs> and I said, "It looks like a used car salesman." That was Ben's first tournament as yeah. well, um, and uh, who was sorry? Who was he up against just then? It was Ben versus. Uh, he went against somebody. He went with against an somebody. Arm. <laughs> Sorry, somebody just, with an arm. Yeah, yeah, I believe they had an arm and they had put it on the table and against him. Yes. This is what happened on the tournament day. I I was refereeing most of the matches. Yeah. And then Roman uh, was putting the uh, entries into the computer. Like yep. Right next One to me. One of the guys from the club. Yeah, yeah. right there. And uh, a match happened. Like I'd refereed Ooh. it. So that's it. Yeah, that's win. All right. Yeah, yeah. So the match finished. I turned to Roman. He goes, "Who won that one?" And I went, oh, I, "And I couldn't even remember who had actually pulled on the table." <laughs> I looked back at the table. It was two different people. I was like, "I, I don't know." <laughs> so, so Brandon, Brandon's quite a strong young man here. Uh, and here we go. And, and Mario, it's always great when your opponent is smiling, smiling. When you're giving it everything you've got. And look, Brandon will not quit. He's given it his all. It, it's really, really, there we go. Uh, and, and, and Mario, look, he was nice about it, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was yeah. awesome. Um, and uh, and Tim, Tim came in hot and heavy, well prepared. Sean Speed, tell me more about Sean. Yeah, Sean is a veteran uh, from the country. Uh, comes down on occasion, but has been arm wrestling for a long time, maybe five, six years, I'm guessing. Yeah, right. But definitely for a, a significant period of time. Yeah. Uh, more of a top roller, very good wrist and yep. hasn't been pulling consistently for a while now. I think he does mm. some training with uh, Shane, the Saw Doctor, Opie, out yep. in, the, uh, in the country. Ah, so, okay. Uh, they're, they're, I'm trying to remember they're, the name of the, what's going on there? the country town that they're at. It's, it's an interesting name. So, so, uh, yeah. it's, it's not Menangatang. <laughs> Meningi. No. 
I'll remember mm. it anyway. Uh, but um, um yeah. yeah, but uh, so he he is very good, and I think again with with oof, like, consistent sledge training, dominant. That, that was that was quite powerful. Oh yeah, Sledge is uh, one when, when, when he gets that uh, look in his eye. Yeah, and see, young Stephen Carroll. He's uh, I mean he's a very strong young man and mm. is dedicating a, a lot of time to his training in arm wrestling at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was an easy win there for, for Sledge. Surprisingly easy win there for Sledge. Mm. Um, and the the Viking showing Big Ben how it's done. Mm-hmm. And uh, Peter Andrew back back at the table. Mm-hmm. He, He's a, he's a little bit slow to set up, but in this case, obviously felt comfortable enough there. Poor, poor old Brandon has just worn himself out on Mario. Get <laughs> so we got to, uh, straight to straight to. Well, this is well, bad. This is bad why news. Steve the slipper because uh, he likes to. He, he looks a little bit more interested now. He's got the straps on, does Steve? <laughs> doesn't he? That's and, right. Uh, and Shane kind of gets a sense as to what's about to come. There we go. Yeah, yeah he did his best. He, he, well, Shane drove, drove a long way. Mm-hmm. The saw doctor found all the, mm-hmm. 400 kilometres to be there. Mario yeah. didn't drive that far, but did fly a lot further. So <laughs> I don't know how that counts. And, uh. and, and so Sean looked like he had a little bit of something there for Mario. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and, and so... Um, was Sean a bit of a surprise packet here? Uh, I don't think he's. I, think he, I mean, as I said, he's very experienced. I see there. I mean, Mario just yeah, closed down that just, wrist instantly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the advantage, of course, of and, and this there would have been interesting. Yeah. Now, let me pause it so we can talk yeah. about these ones in between. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, Mario just dominant. Uh, against Sean there. Mm. Uh, obviously, the advantage of being out of straps is at any point in time, if you feel that you haven't got what you need, you you know you can Get slip yeah. or attempt to slip, and hopefully the opponent doesn't catch it on your fingers and pin your finger, <laughs> which did actually happen a couple of times. Yep. Um, so in this one here, we've got yeah, um, Jules versus Sledge. Jules versus Sledge. And uh, uh, Jules, I, I think, still may, may be unranked here in South Australia, but has been training with the club for a little while now and right. training uh, specifically a lot with Taryn, and, uh, who's uh, the number one ranked uh, arm wrestler in South Australia currently mm-hmm. and uh, has um, yeah, brought something very interesting to the club. And uh, I was interested to see how he'd go in this tournament against uh, some other names from uh, interstate and mm-hmm. regional. Who, who, have you seen these matches? I, I've not seen all of them. I've seen oh. some. So, who, who if you, we're about to see Jules <laughs> versus Sledge here. Who who is your pick for this? They've they've gone to straps. Okay, so the oh, cool. all right. So I would say that uh, it's really different. It's an interesting one because I think Jules has got a. Very peculiar technique that may prove very difficult for uh, for Sledge to be able to um, control. Okay, and um, and I don't know. I, I'm not sure if straps actually help Sledge in this situation because <laughs> I, I feel like Sledge might have the stronger hand, mm. uh, but in straps that might matter as much. So mm. very very even. Um, I who's your pick? Oh, oh, let, let's go uh, in straps. Let's go. Uh, Jules. All right, let's find out. Let's, let's, All right. You know, press play button. And uh, setting up here. Mind you, Sledge looks strong there, doesn't he? He, just, yeah. he looks good. He looks well set up and bang. Straight hook. There we go. Oh, oh hang on. Oh, yeah. hey, well, what did happen there? Who well, do we give that well, one to? Well, uh, referee? Well, the referee. Got it was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it, um, Jules went for his standard flop press. Yep. He got caught, and uh, but he transitioned 
into a top roll fast enough and yep. it, it hit the pad. Um, Sledge did pull it back really fast and, and tried to pull across, mm. but his fingers had bounced off the pad. <sighs> so oh. it was a pin. It was a pin. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but you got it right. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, good. Made a good call here. The, the, this is two young athletes here. Uh, so the hitman and, and the slipper. Um, and uh, the <laughs> Steve, the slipper. Uh, did you just make that one up? For yeah, Steve? yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I've been trying to come up Steve, with it. No, no. What was this? Because Steve, there's a bit of a background story to the nicknames here. For, uh, Absolutely. Steve, Steve, it's the first time I've seen him identified as <laughs> Steve Slipper. Uh, up to then, it's been Svetlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if that translates into anything for the rest of the world, or right. whether it's just such a, an intimate um, oh, in joke. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, it's, it's not. So, um, so uh, Stephen with a PH mm. is how he thought his name was spelled uh, until he went to I don't know get some a copy of his birth certificate or something at some point, and then found out that it was actually a V. So it was <laughs> Stephen with a V. His whole he, life was a lie. His whole life he'd been spelling it with a PH. <laughs> But there's a meme on the internet, uh, and it was a Starbucks coffee cup, and it said that the guy had ordered his name. You know, when ordered a coffee, and they say, "Oh, what's the name for the order?" And he said, "Stephen with a PH," <laughs> and they'd written Feben. Feben. Feben with a PH. For Feben. Yeah, so he got Fatiman. Fatiman, and then because he was Stephen with a PH, I'm like, oh, that, that meme, the thing. Finally, yes, I get to apply yes. the meme. And then yeah, I just started putting it on there. But because in every single match in this tournament, he slipped first, I was like, man, I'm going to come up with something for that. And then he was like, what about the squid? And I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I want something like slippery, you know, some like, I was like, I was saying to my wife, I'm like, what's something? It should be slippery sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, uh, uh, like, what about, like a bar of, bar of soap Spetland. or something. <laughs> slippery Fatiman. Fatiman, yeah, yes. Yeah. But uh, like, oh, what about soap, like a bar of soap? And I was like, soap, that's not bad, soap. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, Soapy might, Steve. <laughs> it might sound like, you know, it doesn't wash or something. <laughs> Le- leather, yeah, Steve. Im- imperial leather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Uh, so yes, um, I'm still working on. I'm, it's probably not <laughs> so finalized. This is a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Okay, I was we'll like, oh, it, this is this is after like so, 14 hours of editing <laughs> and going. I'm just going with Steve Slipper for now. Steve and then he messaged me like Steve Slipper with a question mark, and I was like, Yeah, it's just just a joke, it's, it's mate. A, it's it's like, I'll, I'll, I don't know I don't what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know who I am at the moment. I don't know. For Stephen. So, Carroll. Yes. Yes. That's the one. Yeah, Stephen Carroll, Stephen with a PH. But it's got to be something to do with slipping. So, maybe if any of our viewers have got a better idea as to what we can apply for a nickname to Steve. Grease Man. Yeah, Grease Man. Yeah. Well, it's hard. I don't want to make it derogatory. Too many slip. Yeah, everything with the slippery connotation, unfortunately, is derogatory or WD4. Yeah, Steve, the WB forty. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going all Luby the wrong Carol. Ways. I don't yes. know. Uh, but uh, we got two two uh, two uh, young athletes here mm, who uh, are both doing great things. I, I think both are uh, under the age of twenty five years of eight, uh, years old, mm. and um, that uh, both are dedicating you know all of their recreation time to arm wrestling at yeah. the moment. Um, 
and uh, I know Tyler's come so all the, uh, I think he might be one of the most travelled uh, arm wrestlers in the club here he, oh, yeah. he comes uh, all the way from about 80 or 90 kilometres away yeah. for every training mm-hmm. and uh, often will pop up during the week to train with some of the other boys so he's taken the sport seriously mm-hmm. and uh, and in the last couple of months uh, something's happened oh, you know man. he's he's, uh, he's unlocked a, a whole <laughs> new level of strength leveled up leveled yeah. up he leveled up yeah he's always had this uh, crazy, that's why I call him the hitman. This crazy, fast explosion like, hit, and it's either and it's from anywhere. Like, mm. if he's if he, if he hits and you catch it, you're gonna get maybe three seconds before he's gonna do it again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. You see him just take that deep breath, and it's like, oh, no, he's coming, <laughs> and then smash. Like, yeah, he, he's very much an explosive arm wrestler, mm. and tournaments, uh, really suited to that style of arm wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and here, obviously, he's going in the heavyweight division against uh, Steve, so you can see already Steve is slipping there, uh, hence the Steve name. Steve's looking, uh, um, wanting looking the for straps. a way out. Yeah. Looking for a way out. So they're going to go to straps. Here we go. What a, su- we go. What a surprise for everybody mm. there. <laughs> and they're going to get lined up in a strap. And, and before we have the match, we mm. would like a prediction from... Because I've seen the match. You've seen the match? I've seen it. I, I understand you may have been there. I may have been the one holding their hands right but there. But you, you, you do struggle to remember what happened. Oh, there were so many matches. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen these like... Oh, man. As I said, 14 hours to do this 40, one video. You were saying... <laughs> Uh, so, um, so, so a little bit of a, a, a critique. The hitman is somebody that I was able to maybe, maybe contain up until very, very recently, and uh, but he, he's burst, burst through that, uh, burst through me at recent mm. training sessions. Has he got stronger or did he get weaker? Uh, both. Um, <laughs> and uh, Steve, Steve's been just uh, inching, 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 and uh, but he's a slower puller, and I know struggles from. Uh, from the ready go, and uh, so if uh, if Tyler could launch into something that Steve could not catch, mm-hmm. then we might. And I think that now the difference being uh, now, as opposed to maybe six months ago, I think that Tyler has got the power to mm-hmm. take it all the way to the pad if he can get that initial hit off. Yeah. So um, now in straps, uh, that definitely benefits Stephen, and uh, Stephen is. Uh, Maybe a good fifteen or twenty kilos heavier, mm-hmm. and um, and he's uh, he's very very strong. He's got a very big hand as mm-hmm. well. So I will go Steve on this one. Okay, All right. let's find out. He's wound up. Isn't he's wound up, isn't he? He's rotated into but position. But he, he looks like he uh, almost trying to start defensive. And oh, oh, well oh, done. Well, 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 well. That was a, a win for the hitman, Tyler, well, there. Done. Exactly as Dave didn't say. Um, exactly <laughs> as I boldly predicted uh, a few moments ago before uh, predicting something else. Right. <laughs> but you were, you were right, though. The explosive hit that mm. he has is tremendous. It's just... Uh, and, and he looked like he did that easy. Oh, yeah. And and uh, and Steve is a formidable armourist. I yep. mean, he's a very very strong guy. Um, and in a slow pull, that might have gone the other way. But mm-hmm. uh, in this scenario, it, it, like you say, the the format, the tournament format, um, suits somebody who's quick off the ready go. Yeah, that's right, absolutely. And that's the difference between you know uh, tournament pulling and then super matches where you've got safe best of. Well, let's say first to three or first to five with the same opponent, mm. uh, and I always prefer the the longer sets 
with the first to five. Um, I know a lot of people go, oh, it's because you've got really good endurance and stuff. Mm. It's like, yeah, that's part of it. But I, I do like the strategy and adjustments that people can make versus what the opponent did in the previous round. Um, and it's like if they got top rolled uh, and then, you know, that's what they're going to try to counter the next round and maybe they're trying to tie the guy out. Maybe they mm. lost that round, but they, they, they took a lot of energy out of the, their, their opponent. The so, winner takes all nature of tournament. Um, competition is um, such that you know you just can't you can't be thinking about what I'd do next time. Right. We've got to have a plan to yeah. to execute right there and then. Yeah, um, you've got to do your thing, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I would say that Stephen would have been um, a little bit surprised uh, with that outcome um, because uh, you know in, in possibly yeah yeah, yeah because I mean he's a very strong guy. And I think he uh, he definitely had a plan there to pull straight backwards and um, but uh, straight backwards, but also uh, trying to absorb some of that hit. Um, he might have done that differently with a bit more rise next time, I'd say. But yeah, it's hard. I mean, Tyler's hit is just as I said, it's it's yeah. phenomenally powerful and super fast. Super fast. Yeah. Super fast. There's no. Yeah. There's no. Uh, it's it's on. Yeah. It, there's no there's no warm up to it. There's no feeling yeah. that oh something's about to come. It's just yeah. yeah. It's strange, isn't it? That, that people have these different attributes, mm. and that's what is fun about the sport. It's like it is. You yeah. never know what somebody's going to bring. Yeah. Like what what sort of style that that they'll and, have. And Tyler's challenge might be uh, to transition those attributes in such a way that's advantageous in a super match. Yeah. Um, and how to you know play play the long game a little bit more. So it's a little bit like cricket where you'll have somebody's great at T20, but how do they translate into longer forms of the game? And uh, arm wrestling's no different here between tournament, yep. which is real make or break and seconds in it to maybe the more strategic uh, gameplay of. Um, um, uh, um, of a super match. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah, the strategy that goes in. And, and Steve might win in a super match format. Yeah. In a tournament format where it's just ready. I thought the beard would have helped Steve. If nothing I think else that, that weighted, yeah. There was yeah. three other people hiding in it and they <laughs> they, missed, they missed the ready go. They <laughs> missed the ready go. That's a shame. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the next one. So so we've got Peter, Peter and, uh, yeah. and our own Tim... Yes. Viking Graham. Mm. So this, this was uh, a little bit of um, what if conjecture. Um, a bit was of controversy? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Um, not, not over the top, but no. it was just... Um, <laughs> just enough? Just yeah. enough to make this podcast interesting? Or? Yeah, well, I hope so. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was difficult. I mean, I I'm, I'm, was refereeing this match, obviously. And so, I, so that's you? That's me. That look, The guy that looks like me is me. That's, that's you? Me. Yeah. Okay. All that's right. him. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but... Uh, Who's playing Tim? Uh, t- uh, probably Tim's beard. That's <laughs> 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 <was> great. <laughs> yeah, so, but setting up Peter... So, I don't know much about Peter. Is Peter a high-level competitor? I mean, obviously, he's jumped on a plane and flown halfway across the country, so you imagine he's got some high degree of interest in the sport, but has he got a... Has he got a rap sheet? Has he got a record? Or has he got a history? What do we know about Peter coming into the tournament? He was there last year? Yeah, he was. Yes? Yeah. yeah. Very experienced, very good arm wrestler. Yeah. He's really strong. Um, he knows what he's doing. He's one of the top guys in the Sydney Spartans Arm Wrestling Club, which is a really good Really high-level club, yeah. Absolutely. He, he's, a, he's an excellent arm wrestler. I was slightly... Well, I mean, I was refereeing 
as I said, most of the matches for the day. And with my style of refereeing, like I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably lenient. Uh, mm. like I just want to get a match happening. Mm. Um, and as long as people are, are reasonably fair, mm. like, you know, somebody doesn't have like a majorly obvious advantage, yeah. then I'll start the match. Yeah. Um, but it needs to be started in the right way. Uh, it was fine with every competitor throughout the day. Um, mm. uh, it was difficult with Peter. And yeah. uh, he got fouled out twice um, by me, and then he asked for a different referee, which is fine. You're allowed to do that. Uh, no no issue from my part. And um, it's like, yeah, you, you, any competitor that's not happy with the referee, you can ask for a different referee. That, yeah. That's part of the rules. That's fine. Um, and so Tim refereed his matches. But it's kind of funny because the next match that he had, uh, Tim was the referee, and he got fouled out. Even faster, by <laughs> <laughs> so. and, and so, what, what for, for viewers um, who, who might I don't think we've got the footage here, but what because uh, we've just got the matches. I oh, think. it is at the start of this video. Okay. I can go back, but yeah, yeah. So there's a you've got the fidgeting. Obviously, the competitors are seeking to you know, give themselves the greatest advantage possible without necessarily being caught mm-hmm. or they, they don't mind breaking the rules. I was going to say breaking the rules, but they don't mind breaking the rules. They mm. just don't want to be caught. Mm. Um, and, and so it was Peter just uh, not happy with how the setup was for him or, yeah. So he was looking for a certain type of setup. What type of setup was he seeking? Something that was very advantageous to him. Right. And nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, the very first pull he got up was against Sean Speed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there, were, there was a lot of jostling when because you know your first sort of twenty seconds, thirty seconds, the competitors get the chance to get their own grip. And if they're both happy with that grip, I can just start the match. That's yeah. fine. Uh, they were sort of mm, they weren't happy with each other. Yeah, <laughs> Put it right. that way. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of not not agreeing. Uh, mm. I'll put it that way. Uh, <laughs> they weren't, yeah, they weren't getting along. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, so by the time I got involved, you know, it was only twenty seconds later or something, and trying to sort of line them up, I think that that they both were on edge as to this person's not letting me get what I want, and I'm not going to let them. So there was get really what they some want. animosity building, and exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that sort of led to difficulty trying to get, you know. Obviously, they didn't want to do a fair start because it was like, I want to start and I want to beat this guy and I want to, you know, mm. which which led to a lot of messing around yeah. uh, and just trying to get them to the right position to be able to start. Uh, unfortunately, it did end up with me a lot of warning. Like, mm. you know, look, I need you to do this. If you, if you don't do that, I'm going to have to give you a foul. And then it was, okay, well, I'm sorry, you've got a foul. Mm. And then an, an early start and then, okay, that's... That's two fouls, two fouls is a loss. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't, you know, it, it was frustrating for me as a referee because I feel like I want I want these guys to be able to have a match. The mm. last thing I want to do is is foul somebody out. Like, yeah. just please just listen and just, just uh, and I said this, I said, if you guys just get a fair grip and we find out who the best arm wrestler is, you, you don't need to do all this messing around in the, and cheating in the setup and stuff. It's like, just both take a fair grip and we'll start. Yeah. And then you get to see who's better. Yeah, like you don't need to worry about all this other stuff. Yeah, um, but you know, it, it it is the way it is. Yeah, um, I I feel I feel bad for the guy because it was like, yeah, he flew all the way here, and he I don't know, I, he probably didn't have a good day, didn't have a good experience with our club, which is disappointing. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, uh, I would say so. Um, but you know, uh, 
as I said, I was trying to do what I could do from a referee's standpoint and uh, trying to just get a match started. I, I think there's a real dilemma when um, uh, you've, you've got, largely in, in sports, this is across most combat sports, most of the people there are volunteers, um, even you know uh, the judges, the refs, whatever it might be, they're volunteers. And they, they, these people aren't always you know, world-class. They're, 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 they've got an interest in the sport. They're doing their absolute best to do what they can to help facilitate it so that the athletes can, well, essentially test themselves against other athletes. And, mm. and that's the essence of uh, amateur combative sports. Absolutely. And there's an enormous amount of goodwill that goes along with that. Occasionally, somebody will feel like they're they're they're, they're going to they're going to be a professional on the day. They're going to be they're all business. They're Mister Business. There's not there's no it's not millions of dollars on the line. There's no but they want to be Mister Business. They want to turn up and they they're expecting it to be like the the world championships or something like that. So mm-hmm. and uh, and they they might know these rules or what they can get away with or whatever. And they they want to they want to have arguments about the technical instead of just giving it a go and uh you know that that's a that's a real dilemma you know and i think that you know when we when we are talking about a an amateur sport um we're talking about volunteers we're talking about people putting their own time into it so that essentially these guys can come along and have some fun um then um you know i I feel it's disrespectful uh to be too hard on those people that are volunteering their time Mm -hmm. um and uh to uh you know, and to have expectations that, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to treat it like this. You know, I've got, uh, you know, all the cameras on me and I can get all, you know, I can do this technical bit and I can, mm-hmm. you know, I can ask for this and I'm getting a second ref and I'm getting this. It's, uh, it's largely unnecessary and, and can quickly, you know, deteriorate relationships, um, like I say, largely unnecessarily. Mm. And there's no need for it. So, mm. you know, like I say, everybody else was able to get on and have a bit of fun and, uh, you know, would have had the same opportunity, no doubt. And it's a little bit sad. Um, like I say, it's a, long, it's a long way to come to not arm wrestle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he, he did still progress uh, reasonably far in the tournament, regardless as to the foul out matches that he did have. Uh, I think it was on left arm that he got found out both times, mm-hmm. but then on the right, as you can see, he's in the semi-final here against Tim. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, again, fantastic arm wrestler. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, as you said, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not like a world-class referee mm. and I'm doing the best that I know and mm. I'm still learning. And that's the, the good thing about doing these sorts of events is like, yes, it is, um, you know, we, we want people from around the country to come and enjoy the event and we're going to do our, our best. But it's not, um, you know, the, the Zlotty Tour of World Championship that's for $10,000 first prize. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm gaining experience both as a referee and as a competitor mm. to hopefully improve and get better as things go. And these sorts of experiences uh, will, will help me w- with my style of refereeing. Mm. But it, in terms of what I could have done in the setups on that day... I could have been super strict and I could have followed the rules to the letter and everyone would have been fouled out. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it would have sucked. Yes. <laughs> and it would have been terrible for those people that had seen the sport for the first time. Exactly. Yeah. And it does make me wonder sometimes, you know, I think one of the worst things about arm wrestling as a sport is the disrespect to the officials. Um, that uh, and and this seems to happen at the highest level of sport. It obviously happened uh, at the tournament. Uh, it also happens uh, sometimes just at a at a club level, where uh, for some reason in arm wrestling, 
uh, unlike almost any other combat sport uh, or any other professional sport, the uh, for some reason the competitors feel like. Uh, their interpretation of the rules or their interpretation of the reality that's in front of them matters more than that of the ref. Mm. And uh, and you, you'll see heated discussions between the ref. You'll see uh, insults fly from athletes to the ref. And, uh, you know, I think the AFL sorted that out many years ago. You know, you put a hand on the ref and you're out for life. Yep. And, um, and arm wrestling needs to review how it is that the officials are... Um, the, the sanctity of the of the officials uh, mm. that that needs to be preserved, mm. and uh, there needs to be a, some thought given to that as we move into perhaps a realm where arm wrestling has the potential to go mainstream. Right. And but it won't go mainstream if athletes are disrespectful to officials, and it won't go mainstream if the sport's unwatchable because you've got two athletes who can't agree to put their elbows on on on, on the pad and. Mm. Uh, and join hands in a sensible way in the in in the middle of the table. Mm. So um, I think athletes need to be fairer and uh, be less strategic or less um, have a little less gamesmanship in the setup. Mm. And um, and I think um, uh, there needs to be some effort um, from governing bodies to um, to ensure that the the referees' decisions are final and any correspondence entered into. Uh, could lead to a foul or a loss match right there and then at the referee's jurisdiction. Mm. So um, it's a it's an interesting one, and it's a and it's sad because it, it, all of the event, I would say that that was probably one of the few things that you could say would have marred the day would have been that the very very slow and contentious setups uh, with one athlete and then the argy barge back and forth with uh, with refs and and it's just uh, largely unnecessary. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. As I said, I mean, everybody else throughout the entire day didn't have any issues uh, in terms of being able to, to get them into position properly. It, mm. it was just very difficult with Peter on that day, and I'm not sure if it's the same. With, I haven't watched much of his stuff before, and I, I didn't referee last year, so mm. um, I don't know if that's how he always is, but he's obviously, uh, as I said, you can see when he, he does get fair starts that he is still winning, um, and yeah. he is very very good it was just sort of like i'm thinking when i when i was doing it, i'm like mate you are a really good arm wrestler you don't need to be doing all this other stuff to ch- like just if you if you just turn your wrist like that, i can start it yeah i just need you to just please listen to me and just turn it and then i can start then we can go <laughs> then we can all go home early right. yeah but you know it is what it is it is what it is and uh so uh we, i mean we're thankful that our athletes um, make their way over here and and you know peter's come now two years in a row and uh, it's great to uh, it's great to uh, host uh, interstate and overseas athletes over here when we get the opportunity. And um, but um, in this case, how, how did Peter go uh, against our very own Tim the mm. Viking uh, Graham? He is welcome back, by the way, as well. Oh, we'd love to see you, Peter. Yeah, for sure. Tim, on the other hand, <laughs> that was it. So here we go. So t- Tim's back. also quite explosive from the ready go. So um, if yes. he can get some purchase here. Um, no, that's one of the difficulties you have with the, the Viking. It's off yeah. the start. He's quite. It's straight off the get go. Yeah, he? he's, he's very experienced. He's. You can see he's all talked up. You can see the pressure in his. There we go. Oh, I Go think he felt. You think he felt something there that he didn't want to feel. Yeah, I think. He and Peter, Peter was very strong over the top there. 
Yep. He, uh, Tim the Viking went for a big hit there and, and it didn't go too it didn't far. didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Petty managed to Petty's, slip out. Petty seems a little happier this time around in the set up. <laughs> like, so he's feeling feel a little bit more comfortable. I think Tim's lining up for a press. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, wow. They're very, very strong. Very strong. Yeah. yeah. Big guy too. Like to, Tim's, uh, what, 6'1", uh, 6'2", six, six, and, yeah. and Peter's, uh, you can see there was quite tall. Yeah. So this is interesting. I, I wouldn't know. I, I mean, Sean, Sean Speed, is that his actual name or is that a nickname you no, made that's up? that's his name. Yeah. Oh, well, well, you don't need a nickname. I know, a name yeah, like absolutely. That I was Sean like, Speed. you've done the job for me. Fucking hell, good that. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that guy needs merch. And uh, <laughs> and Tyler. So, uh, well, this is really interesting because I, I don't know much about Sean and, uh, you know, my, my comments on, on Tyler are, are now uh, well uh, well publicised. Yes, uh, Right. So, uh, well, I'll tell you, Sean is a top, mainly a top roller. He's very experienced. Basically, if you, if you took Tim and replicated him, uh, and some very slight variations, but very similar styles. You can see he's right on top of his own knuckles here. He's obviously looking to press from there, I would say. Is that right? Uh, is, that, is that what he's seeking to do? Possibly. Pre- his shoulder is in a, a close enough position that he might be going for it, but I don't think he ever presses. Yeah, right. So he looks, he, he's telegraphing there. He might be pressing, but he's, he, you're feeling he's going to pull top back roll. to top roll. And Tyler, <laughs> and Tyler, that, he always does. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, let's wish Tyler all, all right, the best. Let's see how it goes. Oh, hang on, who's your pick? Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Sean just because he looks more confident okay. looking over his knuckles there. Right. Um, my heart goes for Tyler, of course. All right, here we go. Bang! Whoa. Oh my God! Where's the Aussie arm wrestler? Ready to bang! My <laughs> God! Stop picking against Tyler. Uh, I should not back Tyler last time. It, it, Tyler is just uh, that. That is fucking impressive. That was fast. I'm not, I'm that was so. Can back. we watch that yeah, again? Yeah, yeah. My God! Watch the Here we speed go. on this hit. Look, so I mean, the, the reason I, I kind of say that because when you, if we pause just here, yeah. uh, Tyler look. Oh, oh far out! That's so quick. Quicker. Tyler looked like he was not, and this may be this may be one of the um, one of the secrets to uh, his explosive power. Look how relaxed he is. Like yeah. he, oh, he, he, Tyler doesn't almost look like he's he's ready. He's shallow breathing. You, you, you can see that Sean's kind of uh, holding on to the breath. He, he's ready. He's, mm-hmm. he's talked, mm-hmm. and Tyler looks almost relaxed. Like there's there's no you don't see any any musculature, nothing in his you know there's no vascularity in his forearm or his mm-hmm. bicep to give anything away whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even look like he's he's got any back pressure here. Like he doesn't look like he's pulling pulling back or preparing himself. Yeah. Um. Even in the knuckles, he looks super, super relaxed. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, a second and a half later, that is a good point. Yeah, I didn't really notice that before, but um, I think. That but even in his face, like it, there's no, right. like there's a real determined um, expression on Sean's face, where you know he's zeroed in and focused and and almost steely resolve. Uh, and his posture is is uh, talked. He's ready. Mm-hmm. And Tyler looks like uh, almost like he's not even ready. Like he's standing at the bar. Like you're standing at the bar, <laughs> like it's non-consequential. Like whatever's about to happen, just like it's non-consequential. And here we go. And then so we get lined he up. Takes a, he takes it. He takes speed. I want to. I want to see this. He, Bang. You know what he does? Tyler doesn't even breathe. Uh-huh. Tyler just hop, just yeah. like that. Just falls. That that was really interesting. 
Tyler has come such a long way. Absolutely. Like, such a long way. It just it's in really recent times. Let's see if I can get the, uh, the moment where they start. I want to see the, the hand position that... Oh, man, it was so fast I couldn't it, even pause it. It is so fast <laughs> you can't catch it. It was like half a second. Yeah, oh. well, I, I don't even think that Sean gets a chance to t- talk up there. No, I don't think he had any resistance on his there, arm There wasn't any resistance because by the time... He's hearing ready go. Tyler's already look. Your expression is like, oh, like, oh. You, you didn't. Even, you barely had time to get your hand out the way. Yeah. So in the time it took you to get your hand from here to there, Tyler's already hit the pad. Yeah. I think I'm finishing saying go. Is, is this go? <laughs> I this think is, that's me saying red go. Uh, go. The O bit on go. And and he's already pinned. It. <laughs> yeah. And and Sean looks like a spectator. <laughs> Sean looks like he's watching something he's not involved in. <laughs> And, uh, well, yeah, it's li- it's lightning. I can't even pause it fast enough. I need to put it on like slow motion or something. But he's just he's that quick. Did Tyler steal Sean's speed? Uh, in that now moment, it's Tyler's now speed. it's Tyler's. Tyler takes the speed. That's why he's the hitman. He's the hitman. He takes the speed. Yeah, he that was in, that that was extremely impressive. Yeah, that 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 style. This is from Tim's experience mm. uh, of setting up very calm, very relaxed. He's probably got a looser grip. Um, Tim said a lot of the Europeans set up that way ah. um, because when you're gripping hard or whatever, the referees are very strict over there. Mm. And, you know, they'll, they'll be like, you can't, no, foul. Like, they'll just foul you very quickly. Mm. Um, so everyone has a very loose grip, so you can't really tell what they're going to be doing. Mm. Um, and it's like, it's so weird because you're used to grabbing hold of someone and they're squeezing your hand and you can sort of feel what they're maybe going to try and do. Mm. Whereas when somebody's got a really light touch, and yeah. it's like, I have no idea what's going to happen. And then it's like, bang, gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's scary. I, I We had a king at the table uh, a few weeks ago, and um, Tyler was uh, on there, and um, and I, I think I got a pretty quick hit. I, it happened before I even knew what was. Yeah. I, like, I didn't have – there was no – I, there was no connection between my mind and my bicep in the time yeah. that it that my hand would, it was pinned. Absolutely, it was incredible. Yeah. So uh, yeah, very very impressive performance. So there he's, by Tyler. he's deep into the right hand heavyweights here. This is uh, they're coming up on the finals. So Tyler, so I think we've and got and Tyler's uh, put on about maybe ten kilos in the last uh, twelve months as well. So uh, mm. I don't know if Tyler uh, Tyler might have been in and around the ninety ninety five kilo mark, and it's now firmly edging. Around the one hundred and five mark, mm-hmm. um, so Peter and Sledge. Look, I mean that that's very impressive. I mean Sledge is uh, one of our top guys there, and Peter took his hand straight away. Yeah, and um, here we go with the strap set up with with strap. So um, Sledge and Peter and Dari uh, jostling for the position. Just get them in the middle, and they can start the match. <laughs> can, we, can we do this? Can we? Can we? What are we doing here? That's the middle. Peter yeah. complaining about Peter's all back pressure. He's pulling straight back on his hand yeah. already. Oof! Oof! So oof! On for a top roll, oof, so he just caught oof, it, but he's lost oof, his wrist. Oof! Oof! And oof, 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 it's all over. Ah, oh, Sledge. Sledge was a bit frustrated there. I think he wasn't too happy with that. The whole situation. With the whole situation, yeah. yeah poor Sledge. Yeah. Uh, and here we've got... Oh, well, there, well I, I, there might have been some talk over <laughs> recent months that uh, Mario was looking forward to this moment. Anyway, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, this, this was what was so great about what Mario did on the day. He was so uh, 
gentlemanly to everybody. And in, in this situation here, this is, I think, the winner's bracket final. Okay. Him and Jules. So the winner of this goes to the grand final. Okay. And he says to Jules, just get whatever grip you want to get. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want. Whatever you want, and we'll just start that. We'll just start And then there. When, when you're ready, Matt, just say go and we'll go. <sighs> and that's what he did. How, how at the top of the year game do you have to be? Absolutely. Uh, uh, so they've gone with a hook. I mean, and, and to put this into some kind of perspective, you and I both arm wrestle Jules, and there's nothing there. I mean, I've got nothing for him. Not, not even, like it's like arm wrestling your dad, you know, <laughs> so Jules, Jules is not mucking around. He's he, and and he, and a, a, a strapping young bloke as well. Like a, again, you know, well over six foot. Yeah. Um, I mean, Mario is what six one, six two, yeah. big guy, one hundred and ten ish, maybe more, lean, muscular, big guy. And you see, Jules is standing right there at the table, taller. So uh, yeah, very very strong young men. Um, both uh, both at the peak of their strength, and here we got Mario just saying, "Yeah, whatever you want, you yeah, take it." Said, "Yeah, you just whatever. What, what grip do you want? You want to start? Okay, we're starting a hook. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm happy with that. No worries. Okay." <laughs> and then he's got the the hook position, and um, and then he just just whenever you're ready, mate, just say go. <laughs> Did he keep his is, hand on the peg? Well, Did he bother? This is what happens. <laughs> So he's very <laughs> Poor Jules, Poor Jules, Poor Jules. Jules, Jules is like, uh, yeah, no. Uh, so he's tried to press. Mario's just held it. No. Easily. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you got five. Yeah. <laughs> so I think this is the loser's bracket semi-final. Winner of this will face Jules. Okay. Face Jules? Face Mario? No, face, face Jules. Oh. Yeah, so the loser's bracket. Loser's bracket. And then that'll be, so this is like loser's semi-final. Yeah. Then you got losers uh, final, and oh. then that goes into the grand final. Oh, this is how it progresses. I see. That's yes. the double elimination. That's right. Yeah, all, and I uh, do try to steer clear of saying winners and losers. I did. I for this, I, I was like the winners bracket, and then I was like, I can't. Call the, it the other bracket. bracket, the elimination bracket. Oh, I like oh, it. Okay, we got yeah. to do oh, something for next year. And I forgot to say it now, and I've said losers about <laughs> five times. <laughs> The, the, the lemon lemon losers. The lemonation. Uh, <laughs> I go back and dub my own voice. <laughs> so this is the semi final from the elimination bracket, mm. and the loser of this. Yeah, that's correct. The yes. loser of this will we be, can, el- we'll eliminated. be eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> the winner of this will go on and face Jules. And the winner of that will go on to face Mario in the final. Oh, okay. Here we go. So it's very, very tense. So this is like quarterfinals. Yeah, pretty much. Quarterfinals. So yeah. Uh, yeah, it's coming down to the nitty-gritty. 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 Yeah. Okay. So um, do you remember what happened in this one? I do. Okay. No, I'm not going to go with Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, though. Okay. Lock up. You've picked against him every time. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps winning. Oh, he keeps winning. That's why I'm doing it this okay. time. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You're staying, you're staying with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Here we go. Uh, oh, okay. There was, a, there was an elbow foul from Tyler and a slip. Okay. So it's a restart in the strap. All right. Well, Peter Tyler Martin has one elbow. Now. Okay. Well, it's strange that uh, Tyler wasn't able to get off the go as quickly on that occasion. Peter's strong. Peter's strong. He's got a very strong wrist. Mm. So. Strong yeah. wrist. And locks himself in the strap. I think he likes. I think he's good enough in both ways. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So we just get lined up, and he's very intense, Peter. Very yeah. intense. Wants exactly the the thing that he wants. <laughs> you could see him uh, 
jostling for position there. So, so get them in the middle. Okay. And, and then he braces straight away with back pressure in the in the grip, and now he's, he's at the same time. He, he's a wriggler, isn't he? You can, he's you a, can see how, how uh, hard it was for me refereeing this one because he's doing several movements there, which you can't start a match with when somebody's pressuring up that way or has, has a cup in their wrist or he's covering the other person's thumb knuckle, and <laughs> it was a combination of It was all of those things at once. <laughs> yeah. But here we go. We finally get a start uh, here. And yeah, he's just too dominant for Tyler's wrist. There, he he, Tyler couldn't hit. Knew he couldn't hit. Yeah, um, tried to sort of King's move. I think almost yeah. armbarred himself. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So we moved on. This is the elimination bracket final, and the winner of this will go to the grand final. So I got a feeling that Peter would get Jules' hand in this situation, okay. and uh, to but. But I think that Jules has got some interesting side pressure down low. Mm. So uh, I, I want to go with Jules on this one. Okay. All right. Let's find out. Let's find out. Uh, 15 minutes of setup. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. Maybe Peter just likes the airtime. Shame he didn't have a sponsor for his, uh, for his <laughs> shirt. He, here we go. Well, oh, hang on. Was that to slip in a losing position? Uh, it was a or, it was a flop press attempt from Jules, and his hand slipped in the winning position. So it's a, it's a strap. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yep. Okay. But Jules didn't slip, did he? Uh, or Jules did slip. Oh, the boat. Oh, Jules slipped, uh, being in the uh, the dominant position, but still because yep. his hand was back. That that okay. That's a that's a really interesting uh, uh, observation. Mm. Well, it, it was it was pretty much just like a classic slip position. Um, he's both gone. athletes wanted to slip essentially. Uh, I don't think that Jules wanted to, but at that point when. When his fingers slid down and his his wrist was flopped, uh, and Peter pulled back, I mean there was no choice. It's, it's just going. So yeah, right. Uh, so but they've got the strap here, and they're going to restart. Any change in pick with the strap? Um, oh, I, I I will say, look, I I think uh, that Peter's going to take this one out. I, I feel like he's got that um, that that. Top roll pressure mm-hmm. and then straps, he'll be able to maintain that and keep hold of Jules. Uh, you just picked Jules a second ago. <laughs> I did, <laughs> but that was outside of straps. Okay, it's straps for And going, I don't Peter. think his side pressure is as effective okay. in this situation that Peter's now seeing Peter's hand through the through this uh, elimination, elimination process. Yeah. Um, and uh, has. Change your mind. Change my mind about yeah, so the style of arm wrestle that right. Peter is. So let's let's, have, let's, have let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Oh yeah, here we go. That's oh hang on, here we go. Hey, get out of here. Well done, Jules. Very, <laughs> go. very good. But Peter's not happy. Peter, Peter saw something. He's pointing to the guy. He's pointing to you at home. It <laughs> may have something to do with you. Did you move? I didn't move. Did you move? I don't know. Uh, Matt's looking at the strap now. Is it the strap? What's he complaining uh, I can, about? I can tell you what Is it was. the pad? What was what's he what's his yeah, concern there? So in that, um, Jules went for the flop press, which Peter caught and dragged across in a top roll. Yes. Uh, about halfway through that drag across, Jules managed to sort of readjust and he, he got right on top of his hand and pressed straight down and got the win with a with a flop press pin. But uh, 
Peter. Peter's elbow came off the pad at the end there. Um, so a foul. Well, it would be a foul, but, but it's a running foul. A running foul. And Peter's like, no. Peter said, oh, my elbow came off. Uh, and in a traditional style match with, with normal fouls, yes. um, then it potentially could be a restart. Yes. But in this situation with running fouls, running fouls means that if you are the person that fouled, you need to win, get a pin for the match to restart. Gotcha. And uh, so, at, and, and I'm guessing the rules are kind of gazetted or announced prior to the competition. Made, made up as we go. And, and, and made up as you go. <laughs> no, uh, no, on top no, of I that, do you, you have the rights to adjust uh, <laughs> rules right. accordingly. Uh, I did I did a bit of a spiel beforehand uh, right. the tournament when we were about to start and explained that rule specifically yeah. that we are doing running fouls. And Peter wasn't in Sydney when that, <laughs> that announcement was made. Uh, I mean, but, he, he, as soon as. But it seems like Peter's got a very uh, high uh, high awareness of the rules and the technicalities around it. Yeah. So, you know, he's obviously playing that game. Yes. Or, or maybe it's that um, Peter's perhaps realised much of his genetic potential and is now looking for those the nth degrees in his own performance, mm. which might just lay in that knowledge of... Mm-hmm that deeper knowledge of the rules and how to, you know, we, we talk about arm wrestling being one of those sports of one percenters and how so much is won and lost in the setup. And yep. perhaps that's where Peter's kind of thinking, well, uh, the winning, winning and losing with anybody who's kind of around my strength and around my size and around my ability is, is going to come down to uh, how much I can perhaps wear them out and maybe how deep my technical knowledge of the rules is. Yeah. Uh, and if the rules were just uh, slightly different or had been announced um, uh, differently prior to, then Peter would have been very correct. And uh, and not only that, but highly cognizant of it. Like mm-hmm. as, as soon as he's been pinned, he's calling it. Like yep. So it's very, very top of mind. Yeah. So um, obviously a very deep knowledge of the rules. That's right. Mm. Yeah. And it's probably a different rule set that they might run with in their club or in you know different tournaments that he and and that is here in Adelaide there were no rules <laughs> <laughs> well I do like running fouls a lot better uh, and that's why we ran with those and we do yeah. that same for the super matches it's just um, from a spectator's point of view and and for the actual arm wrestlers as well if you're in the middle of a match mm-hmm. and you're winning the match and somebody lifts their elbow it shouldn't be a restart. Like, it mm. doesn't make any sense. It mm. should, the match, okay, you've got a foul, but keep going. Yeah. So, you know, if you fouled, well, yeah, you've got a foul. But if you want to restart, you better, and you've got to win to get just that. be clear in this situation, so Peter did foul. Mm-hmm. So, uh, at the end of the day, he did foul. Yep. And because the runs, the, the, foul, the foul was running, mm-hmm. Jules was able to continue and, mm-hmm. and ultimately got the win. Mm-hmm. Um, if it wasn't running foul, then it would have been back to a start. So he could have deliberately fouled, like a professional foul in, right. say, soccer, where they might fall over to make it look like they've yeah. you know, been tripped over in the penalty box. That it, It's a very similar situation. It, it can be. It can be. It just depends. Like, um, I, mean, I haven't watched the back in slow motion to see whether or not his elbow came off before the pin or at the same time as the pin. Uh and, but, yeah, it, it, there is a potential that he could have got a restart from that mm. in a normal situation. Yeah. But I think most places would have still called that a pin regardless. Okay. Yeah. So, and, uh, well, Jules did well. Oh, yeah. Well, this is, so he's won this. He's going into the final against uh, Mr. Tamarcus. Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and and congratulations, Jules. Uh, did Taron not compete? Or? He did. He did. He, he did the uh, the under ninety five class yep. and then the overall. 
This is the heavyweight. Heavyweight. So he didn't okay. go into the heavyweights. Okay. But he did have some matches with Mario in the overall. Huh. Uh, so here we go. So we've got the, the final of the heavyweight class on the right arm. Does it help, Jules, that his shirt is pulled up? It does. Because I, I would think that must add five or so percent. And <laughs> there you go. So in, the, in this case, Jules has Jules attempted something. Back pressure. <laughs> now, I've, I can't say I've seen Jules do this. So can you step? So Jules has tried to pull back, yeah, in an attempt to. He's probably trying get to enough. get pronation or get into Mario's fingers. So there, yes. Um, but as you can see, his Mario's has gone back, and he, his arm has sort of remained flat. Mario's in complete control of his hand with a clamp of his fingers there. It, it, you can, it's, all, it's all in the expression of the athletes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know, so Mar- Mario's just uh, gazing off into the middle <laughs> distance, <laughs> so, almost trying to read the logo that's on his shirt. <laughs> so Jules what does is, that say? What does that say in Jules' shirt? <laughs> uh, and Jules is thinking, oh, this, well, no. I'm gonna, I've lost the, uh, I, the I, hand. I don't, know. I don't know what else. Yeah. There's nothing else. If his, his idea is correct in terms of trying to pull back mm. to get Mario away from his arm. Mm. Uh, sorry, sorry. Get Mario's arm away from his body, but Mario's too strong, and uh, you know, it ended, ended up that, that Jules's arms went away from his body. Yeah, and that's all she wrote. So as soon as that happened, and and, uh, and Mario's completely controlling there. His fingers are all yeah. the way around, and there's no, there was no getting away there. No, and there the, the big bicep of Mario was out one more time. Go back. Yeah, here we go. See if I can get a shot of that. <laughs> it just leaned. It, it was uh, oh, almost too easy, wasn't it? That was incredible. And the humility of the arm wrestlers afterwards, you know, where everybody's keen to compete, but every, uh, people are quick to uh, acknowledge the winner and the, the superior man or woman on the day. And there's our there's our big winner, big, big happy Mario Timbarkas, yeah, hey? Absolutely. It, it, was, uh, it was a joy to have you on the day and, um, and absolutely fantastic that you travelled all this. Way to be uh, part of the Apex Sport Fest. So right and left arm heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. And so we're winning the class. He goes into the overalls. Um, okay. The overalls uh, where... Are you required are. to wear overalls? That, yes. Right. <laughs> so that's in denim. That's played denim, in denim. overalls, jumpsuit. Uh, you're good. Beards do help. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So good. And rolling the sleeves up. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the winners of each class got to go into the overall. Oh, okay. To compete for the big money. All right. Okay. So, um, and this uh, was all sponsored by Real. It was. Real estate agents. <laughs> real estate agents. Over 100 years of real estate <laughs> experience between them. And 5,000 years <laughs> of collective experience. <laughs> um, yeah. Real. Um, so, uh, Mario, congratulations, Mario. Yeah, he did absolutely wonderful, and phenomenal job. So that was his win there. The the overalls is still being edited because it's <laughs> the overalls. <laughs> I was in. Uh, like, oh, it, let's see the overalls. Yeah, 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 uh, uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Jack Santa. Yeah, uh, he's back oh, at we've, it. We've so, got uh, a different video going. This is this is not my. Is this the little game that you're you're playing? Uh, oh, this in is, your own this time. This is the UFC four. Uh, there's a guy I watch on YouTube who this is probably his channel here. He's really good at the game and he'll commentate as he's playing and just uh, destroys everybody. Right, okay. But he does it in a nice way. But he's like, I'm going to do it this way. You know, he explains how he's going to win and then he wins. <laughs> <laughs> he's obviously spent a lot of time playing this game. <laughs> and he's been rewarded with 350,000 subs. Look at those two blokes, eh, hey, from the SHI. Oh, look at them. I know those guys. Hey, they're pretty good looking. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, the... Uh, 
Yeah, so we've got the under 95s class. I mean, we could, we could just play through each one of these if you like, um, but you can see there's, there's Jack a, Santa, there's a UAC. Very, a very dominant player in this division, the same as Mario was in the heavyweight division. Mm. There's a certain, mm. certain person. A certain Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. That we need to be mindful of. <laughs> so uh, so we, we, this is... Uh, well, that was a fantastic event. That's at the Adelaide Oval there with Tim the Viking Graham once more on mm. screen. Um, double biceps out. Um, unfortunately, that man, mm. Laz, was not able to make it. Uh, so uh, Laz has uh, injured. injured his back, I believe, and um, is, uh, is out of action for a little while. Recovering, we hope he's well. And uh, so we've got uh, winner's bracket round here. So we've got the, the Conqueror against the Chameleon. Mm-hmm. And the Conqueror... Well. Didn't he do well? I think uh, this is his first competition out, and um, he's been training with the club for some time now. And mm. he, uh, I think he did well against the chameleon. Yeah. Here. So here we go. He's got okay. his hands. The chameleon's trying all sorts, of, and it just wasn't enough. Um, all the uh, pre-workout in the world didn't help the <laughs> on that occasion. <laughs> no, that's uh, right. The dark horse. It's a new. It's a new nickname. Probably entirely necessary given the geopolitical situation <laughs> in the world. Yeah, I don't know if he was even Russian, but he just got called Russian. He can't do that. He can't he, well, him. no, he was the Russian, but he's no longer the Russian. I, I did start calling him the dark horse probably prior to the well, maybe a year ago. Ukraine conflict. Yeah, okay, so yeah. there's a, he's a bit of a dark horse. He, very, very strong, and uh, the beast from the east. There we go. Uh, so, uh, and so this is this is the under ninety fives class. You've got Madison Mad Dog Zalinga, Mad Dog, and he's going against the winner of the beginners left and right, Hamza the Hammer Hodgie. Oh, so the Hammer is that the one now? The yeah, going with the hammer? the hammer, I like it. Yeah. Uh, so Hamza's sixteen. 16. 16 years old. Yeah. I mean, he's about six foot nine or something. <laughs> no, but he's a, he's a big. He's a young lad. Yeah. Uh, uh, as the name may suggest, he's a Bosnian by parentage and uh, by trade. Bo- Bo- Bosnian by trade, but <laughs> and we know that means that your bones are made of concrete and uh, and you've got giant genetics. So, yeah. uh, so but very impressive young, lovely, quietly spoken young man, uh, very modest, uh, very humble, and uh, very strong. Absolutely. So, uh, Who's you picking this one? Uh, so I, w- I would go. Uh, I would go to Hammer. Okay. I, w- I would go to Hamza uh, on this one. Okay. Um, and let's find out. Let's find out. Let's find out. Here we go. Madison, Madison, Madison's at, once he's hooked in, that's his spot, isn't it? That's his spot. Once he's kind of there, you don't see a lot of pronation, but he's got uh, really good side pressures. Yeah. Um, once he's there, and yeah, once I think tight, this is, if he stays tight, he's strong. And, he's and this is where, I, that, well, that's a good spot. That's a good spot for Madison right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, if he can tire, Young hams are out there because he's right on an outstretched bicep here. Yeah, yeah, that that's well fought, well fought. Yeah, I think you're, I well. think you're zero and five at the moment of your picks. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, my intimate knowledge, having trained with all of these. Uh, I seriously think you've got them all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go this one, right? Yeah, I kind of know which way it could go, and then I will pick the wrong one. Uh, and then so we go. Uh, can I can I go with the conqueror <laughs> just to keep my winning streak yeah. going? Um, this was kind of funny because uh, obviously Taryn is number one in the state. Uh, very geared up for this competition, very, like, ready to go, fired up, had been training specifically for this moment. Mm. Uh, Carl the Conqueror is very new to arm wrestling and 
reasonably inexperienced, was in the beginner's class. You did see him get a win over Ryan just before. Yeah. Um, he's mm, mm, down in the rankings, let's put it that way. And you would think, okay, the number one versus your... Number one. V, 15, 16, yeah. 17, 20, yeah. somewhere in that range. Maybe he'll be... High teens. Maybe he'll be you know, gentle, gentle like Mario was and, and politely get a pin. But that doesn't <laughs> seem to be <laughs> As you can um, see I, here. I've got a feeling this is a flash pin. Oh, uh, let's have a look. Boom. Bang. I'm going to rewind it because it did. You think you're lining up the... Ta- well, Taryn... Bang. Yeah. I would say uh, Taron was holding back there <laughs> <laughs> because uh, he didn't completely flatten the cushion. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. His arm didn't go through it. Yeah, yeah. I think this one uh, is reasonably easy to pick. Um, uh, you know, Hammer obviously winning the beginner's class there. and Yeah. And, and having... Having a bit in. of purchase there. And yeah. Here we go with... Uh, and ta- and Taron... Uh, I mean, Tarrant Tarrant doesn't he look like a gorilla at the moment? <laughs> like he's just he's uh, he, he's a specimen, absolutely. Um, and uh, not not the tallest athlete either. Complains that he's got a small hand and it's not the biggest in the world. But my goodness, he he trains hard and mm-hmm. um, and he's entirely focused on the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, both of these athletes would be around the same type of age, and probably the difference here is about ten kilos, maybe. Yeah. Uh, in weight, yep. um, and you can see where uh, young Taryn's carrying all of that weight <laughs> right across that T section. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 for sure. And again, you'll see what happens here. So we get yeah. another flash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got Carl, who, who was who did a fantastic job on his very first tournament, mm. and he entered a few different classes. Um, great, great to see people giving a go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Poor, poor Madison, I, I feel a bit bad for him there. Oh, it's hard. I mean, yeah. you're going to get lined up against somebody who's very experienced, very uh, dominant in Tim. Yeah. Um, this will be a little bit interesting. Yeah, well, what about this one? Oh, I'll, I'll still go with Hams, but, I, you know, I, I feel like it'll be an interesting one. Yeah. Because if, uh, if Hams gets caught out again, um, also understanding how, how strong Adrian can be, there's fresh, he's exceptionally strong. Mm. Um, and so... Think that this competition format would s- suit him. Mm. Um, how quickly he is off the line? I'm not sure, but I think in a slow pull, early on, um, he's very, very, uh, very, very strong and mm. a, a bit hard to handle. But here, I think uh, Hamza's looks really relaxed over his hands. He's uh, obviously had a few competition starts for the day already, mm. so. Maybe the adrenaline's not there in the same way. It's a little bit more collected here, so I like Hamza. Okay. Have a look at the focus on the referee's face there. He's, he's obviously knows what he's doing, very, very uh, concentrated, uh, either that or he doesn't have a clue. Well, no, it's, <laughs> he's trying to work out what those tattoos on the fingers mean. Yes, are these hands, are these hands or feet? <laughs> oh, so let's get this. Oh, hang on, who's your pick here? Uh, Hamza. Hamza, okay. Oof, better sleep. <laughs> We got a slip. Okay. Okay. Strap. And oh, yeah, we go. straight into a hook. Oh, he's caught the hit. He's brought it back. He's nice Here we and go. close. There oh, we go. there we go. You were right. You got one. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky me. 
Beast from the I had actually back. forgotten that. I thought that the Dark Horse won that one. Uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, Madison, this will be fairly even. Although I'll, I'll give this one to Madison, I reckon. Oh. Um, but uh, Madison, yeah, there we go. There you go. You're there on right you again. Go. You're on a roll. Yeah. I'm making up. Making up. You're on a roll. Well, here, uh, Taryn, even. This is on left. Uh, Taron would say that his left is useless, but <laughs> I, I would I would say that Taron's probably got this as well in the flash moon. Okay, let's have a look. Doesn't that show how much Taron's progressed in the last twelve months? Absolutely. Uh, that would have been a very very tight match twelve or eighteen months ago, um, or possibly going to the Viking. But uh, mm-hmm. Taron there um, dominant no answers from. The, the veteran on that occasion. That's right. You see what Madison did there? He slipped out. Mm. There was a lot of this that happened on the day, and I didn't call a lot of these. Uh, okay. So this is slips in a losing position? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you're getting slips in losing positions, and that should be a foul? It should be a loss. should be a loss. Yeah. Okay, so we've restarted. Um, so what? Yeah, this I'm just a week re- in an re-round, I rewound it so you can see this again. So, so we've got. If you go under the arm like that, like he did. If you go underneath the opponent's arm, yeah, like that like that way but underneath. Then, you know, if, if it's on a losing side or defending side of your of your side of the table, mm. like you are losing and you go underneath, it should be a loss. Right. I didn't call a lot of those because bad know, bad ref. <laughs> there's that and there's like <laughs> the, the, I mean it's a factor but it's yeah. not everything <laughs> <laughs> well, I, what, what I, was your rationale talk us through your thinking yeah, as I, it's happening are you cognizant that oh shit maybe I should be calling that or are you kind of thinking I'm going to let that go because the, yeah I let it go and a lot of these because they were Close enough to the middle of the table, you could say, okay, maybe it was the middle of the table. It was like, you know, it most likely wasn't, and that one probably wasn't either. Mm. But in hard, the, to, hard to tell from one side of the table, yeah, by the way. Right, that's yeah. right. But I want to see a match. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if you've slipped, yeah, well, you can't slip in a strap. So yeah. let's get you strapped. All right. And it's like, yeah, it might, might have been a way out or mm. whatever. Um, and but, but the strap does definitely advantage... Some yeah. athletes, uh, and uh, we were talking about Brand, Brandon before, and uh, Brandon's, uh, I think, 10, 20% stronger in a strap. Um, and uh, Stephen, yep. um, similar, very, very strong in a strap. Uh, well, much stronger in a strap than, um, than outside, mm-hmm. um, hence the nickname. That's right. Uh, the slipper. So, uh, and uh, Madison, Madison, similarly, I think, likes a, likes a strap. So. <laughs> So I just I'm trying to think of I'm still trying to think of a funny nickname for Steve and I was, was going to go. What did you come up with just then? Oh, uh, I was when you said the slipper, <laughs> I was like Goldilocks. No, what was it? Cinderella's slippers. Cinderella's like slippers. The, yeah, the diamond slippers or the glass slippers. Glass slippers. Glass slippers. Glass slippers. Yeah, the glass, glass slipper. slipper. We'll call him the glass slipper. Yeah, because the grip never fits. <laughs> It turns into a pumpkin every night. It turns into a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> what did the glass slippers turn into? Uh, they turned into... Uh, yeah, Ugg boots. Ugg Thongs. Yeah, they got comfy. <laughs> they got into, into thongs yeah. of the classic plug. But there was only one glass slipper. There was only one. There but he only didn't one. The, the, the prince, he used the glass slipper and to went round the... Yeah, to, to <laughs> no to to beat his servants with um, uh, to go around the town. A tool. 
and try it on all these different women's feet. Yes. Or, or women came to there the was castle. Two, there was two. There was two. There was two. She, she had one. went home with one. She went home with one. He kept found the other one. Found it. Just found it. And then knew that he didn't know who this girl was. But. and But this was her shoe. Yeah. Her slipper. Mm. Uh, and then he said, all the women come to the castle and try on the, And whoever is the owner of this shoe the shoe will fit mm. uh will be my it can wife. only be so many size sevens that's right yeah and you yeah. would think there would have been somebody that yeah. would have had that size did foot. she have like a sixth toe or something <laughs> <laughs> like, was it? Why like just, a six why and three quarters which is size two it was there something weird about her feet like, <laughs> did she have a giant corn on one side well i don't know i don't know i don't know why in this village yeah of women that well you know surely if it was like a size 14 you go well we're looking for a tall chick <laughs> Right, pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we we know which one we're looking for. Right. Oh, there's, there's the Amazonian. Yep, it was probably yes, a, get uh, around Yep, yep. <laughs> but anyway, okay. I, I don't. I, yeah, but interesting. Very interesting story. And uh, the slipper. <laughs> The, yes. Yeah, the, the glass slipper himself. Uh, right. He's not featured in this match. He's no longer in the video. <laughs> the most interesting about him is he's not in this match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is we best play. For him, yeah, absolutely. Uh, work on right it. into us if you've got any name for <laughs> Steve the Slipper. Steve the Slippers. Something to do with, I don't know. Vetland. Come up with something better than what we've got with. <laughs> All right, so Fativen. Yeah, Fativen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, Fativen so. the slipper. So we've got Hamza and Madison Man Dog and Madison. Madison grabbed. The so, yeah. again, he gets in that, once he's in that posture, mm-hmm. very, very strong, very strong. If he stays um, close to his body, if he keeps his hand close to his body, mm, he's super strong. He's all right. As soon as it moves away. Yep. And, that, and I guess we saw that in the first, uh, in the slip, and then, we saw the comeback uh, yep. where he was able to keep it all together and uh, keep his integrity. That's right. And uh, and so he made it all the way to the elimination semifinals yep. to uh, give uh, the, the Vikings some grief. That's right. And uh, slips on that occasion. Yep. So we're going to be straight match. to slip and, and, and very amusing to the Viking, that one, that yeah. uh, Madison would want to go just knowing that that was the likely result <laughs> yeah, of Madison exactly. going to strap. But well done, Madison, to get that far. Mad- Madison's uh, uh, one of the... Uh, fast improvers in the club and uh, has um, uh, definitely been um, working at it over recent months and um, and I think his performance in this uh, this competition is a uh, is a testament um, testament to his uh, hard work. <laughs> <laughs> his last will and testament to. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I was trying to say was congratulations on, right. on, well, on a great effort. Before we see the final. Okay, so this is the final. Right, but I wanted to highlight <laughs> okay. that everyone on the day, I think everybody everyone. got one win. At one least. win. I think everybody did. Everyone got a win. A win. Yeah. Apart from right. Tim. Well, no, no, Tim got, he beat Tim, a couple of people. Oh, yeah. did he? Yeah. Oh, I missed those. He just he's in the grand final. How did he get to the grand final? <laughs> so, so who else didn't get a win? No, was, uh, I think maybe David Hux might have, and maybe Shane Opie, uh, the Sword Doctor. Yes, um, I yep. think they both lost 
their matches two in a row. Okay. But I think out of everyone in the tournament, out of, I don't know, 50 people, I think at least everyone got a, a win in the tournament, which huh. is awesome. I mean, my first tournament, I went 0-4, and, and it was like four flash pins, and then yeah. I left and was like, mm. oh. <laughs> it was a very sad drive home. Mm, but everybody walked away with something yeah. to be happy with, apart from the two people that came the furthest. That's right. Uh, he had a very The further long, you come, the less likely l- you've got to win. Very long <laughs> drive home. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's very sad. No, I think they had a great time, actually, because once well, – that's one thing. Once you, the pressure's off – Everybody said on after pulling and yeah. uh, having a good time. Yeah, exactly. I think there's a lot of people that uh, come for the come to have a have a go in the competition, but really come for the after pull. Yeah. Uh, and because also, you know, that that's your that's your chance to test some stuff out and see where you're going. Exactly. So uh, this is the grand final, grand final. of under ninety fives left. Under ninety five. So how's Tim staying under ninety five kilos? Just oh my god, he actually goodness. weighed in over. <laughs> And then he took his pants off. Then he took. He did take his pants off. Oh, he took something off. Okay. <laughs> so, so the pants came off. Um, I mean, I do notice the beard's a lot longer this year than last year. That yeah, could be easier. Uh, two or three kilos yeah. in, in, in beard. Um, <laughs> beard weight. Beard weight. Beard weight. Uh, um, he did. He did. So, with the rules of, of this, of the, of the, the rules that you made up. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you can no. weigh in at whatever you like. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Do whatever you like. I don't know. We are, we are, we are definitely against dieting. Uh, we are definitely... Uh, yeah. Well, I set up this because I hate weight cutting. Yes, weight cutting. Yes. Yeah. And so the weigh-ins was at time of registration one hour before the tournament started. So yes. if you're going to cut weight, you're going to feel terrible on during the tournament. And yep. it's your own fault. Yes. Don't cut weight. Uh, but Tim... Cut weight. Mm, no. <laughs> so he, he, during the week, he said that he weighed himself. I don't know, say the tournament was on a Saturday. He weighed himself on a Tuesday, and he was like ninety three. Okay, like, ah, I got nothing good. to worry about. Where's nom, the pizza? Nom, 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 Where's nom. the ice cream? Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and then on Saturday morning, when he had to weigh in, it was like, oh, you're gonna be under ninety five. He was ninety six point two. He was like, oh man, what? three kilos. <laughs> But, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I've got to get my pants off. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know what he took off. I think he just took all the stuff out of his pockets out. <laughs> it was seven kilograms. Seven, it was the gold bar, you know, <laughs> the glass slipper. The glass slipper. <laughs> <laughs> um, and his shoes, I think that was pretty much what he – and then he was sitting at, I think it was 94.9 or something. He, he was enough. Just. Yeah. And, and do you know what Taryn was weighing in at? By any chance? Uh, I, uh, I'm guessing, I think he went up to like 89 or something. Okay. So a bit a bit heavy for Taryn as well. Yeah. Because so. he was in the under, did he under 75s? No. He he normally competes under 80s. 80s. Yeah. And this, this year he, he really bonked up mm. um, and he's sitting at 89. I think this was a nice trial run for, for Taryn in terms of... Um, Bulking up and, mm. and, and preparing for a, a competition. Mm. You know what? Mm. There's actually a big competition next weekend. The uh, Victoria is having their titles. Oh, excellent. Some yeah. really good uh, matchups there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brett Coots and um, Andy Handsome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm calling him that now because <laughs> I, can't, I can't pronounce his last name. <laughs> I've tried. It's a, I don't know. I'm not going to do it. I've, I've done enough. <laughs> we're, Tim, we're doing our episode. He's changed. He was ending Lee. Uh, he's changed his surname. 
to a surname I'm not pronouncing. Um, it's longer than Lee, I'm guessing. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's the, the surname, whatever it is now. Right. <laughs> I know what it is. I'm not trying to try and say it. Right. Um, so it's just like when a- Andrew G changed his name yeah. on, and because to Farouk <laughs> Muhammad something. <laughs> it was the something completely different. Like when, when he was when he was on Channel V and fucking a- Andy G, and then it was, uh, and then it was something. I don't know what it is now. Uh, Osher oh, Grin- yeah. Grin- Grinspoon. Grinspoon. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, he's back. So, uh, so <laughs> right, yes. So, so uh, Andy, Andy, Andy G, formerly Lee, <laughs> Andy, formerly now, Lee. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> because we couldn't pronounce his name, and like we're in the little group chat thing on Facebook, and he's like, oh, "Just call me Andy Handsome." Andy Handsome. <laughs> oh, Andy, Andy Handsome. handsome. Yeah. Well, you got it now. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, so, Taryn, uh, not just preparing for this one, but uh, prepping for the Victorian titles. I don't know if he's going over. He, he should. He if should. he's in this good of a condition, you could see here. He, is, the he, grand look, final. he look great. He look great. And Tim's uh, uh, been a high level competitor, yep. national competitor for uh, best part of the the last decade. Um, very technical. Oh, should have, I should have called that a loss, oh, but that's okay. We'll that's go right. into a strap. Lucky. And okay, so so here, Taryn's just okay. Yeah, so Taryn Taren Taren just what holding. He needs to have um, Taryn's just waiting. Yeah, well, he's talking to Tim there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! My goodness! Yeah. My goodness, Taryn. Well, uh, Taryn has. Uh, so that was the left Taren, arm. Taryn has done. Um, some extraordinary work over the last 12 months. And would, have, would have liked to have seen him compete in the uh, heavyweight as well, and, yeah. um, but he was targeting the overall, mm. um, you know, obviously if you've won one of the classes, you go the overall Straight regardless. Through. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hit his eyes on the prize at the top and knew he was probably going to meet the same people and no point getting much. worn out. Exactly. Yeah, especially against some, some of these bigger competitors. Uh, not that I think that Taron would have had any problems with uh, anyone uh, right up until the end. No, that's a good point. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, if he was in the heavyweights, his probably biggest competition would have been Jules, mm. yeah, and Ari. <laughs> Possibly. Oh, no. I, I, I don't yeah. see Taron being troubled by by any of those guys. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen, I think he, he did go against them in the overalls. So, okay. So we get to see what that looks like? Yeah, when I edited it together. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Next episode on oh, the man. Daily Combat podcast. It's, it's, Here we go. This is the dark horse. He landed into it. Look at him go. Oh, Calte. So slow. So, so slow. So, so, so close. So slow. <laughs> so slow. Cal. What are you doing, Cal? So Cal, Cal, Cal is very good for... I think there's some secrets going on with Carl. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So he came all the way from Port Lincoln. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah, Port Lincoln or something. Yeah. Long way away. Yeah. Some port somewhere. Mm. Port, a, a port. Port Douglas. Port, <laughs> port Macquarie. <laughs> <laughs> Some Somewhere. <laughs> a long, long, long way away. Yes. He's only been to training one time. Yeah. Which he said was his first time arm wrestling. Mm. And it felt sort of like that. Okay. A little bit of technique a little bit yeah. but you know maybe he's watched some videos and stuff yeah his performance on this tournament day hmm. was phenomenal for somebody who's been one time wow like i think and carl if you're watching this <laughs> and you carl. will because i'm going to send it to you yeah yeah you've done something for quite a while i think yeah. your experience and transitions and movements were not of a beginner 
they were of an experience. Are you calling Carl out? I'm saying Carl is more experienced than just a beginner. Carl's got a somebody's secret in his pocket yeah. there. He's uh, whispering he, into his... He's very good whispering into for his one ear. training session. <laughs> he's too good for too one good. training too session. Good. Yeah. So Carl's holding something back, so yeah. wait out for but next was, he, he did a fantastic performance in this tournament. Um so special special mentions, Carl. He he really Spe- did well. We we we've got a few special mentions. I mean, Hams is uh, I mean, Hams has appeared in everything here. He's given everything a go. Absolutely. Um. So, uh, but Hams is um very very. Sp- I reckon that Hams even gave the Vikings some trouble here. Yes. Yes. I was standing beside the table for this one from memory, mm. and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he uh, the Viking uh, had to work a lot harder than he expected to, yeah. and. Uh, uh, Hamza, I think, was pleasantly surprised that he was able to catch that initial surge as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Hamza's really the future. You know, give that kid another 24 months and another 15 kilos, and I think he'll be very, very close to unstoppable for too many people. Yeah, he's got and, the potential um, for sure. He listens really well. Uh, follows and great to see his mum there. Yeah. And I think his mum and dad and his uh, sisters and cousins. Yeah, and, it was so yeah, cool. They came out and... And, uh, and, geez, he put on a show for them as well. Absolutely. So Win, Winning um, two, two trophies and then doing so well in, in the other divisions as well. Daily Combat Podcast own Iron Man, <laughs> Roman Rock. Is he sponsored by the Daily Combat He's sponsored Podcast? by Real. Yeah. <laughs> is that why Real's in the background of everything? Yes, everybody is sponsored right. by Real. Uh, yeah. Except for Taron, he's sponsored by Green Tank Tops. <laughs> <laughs> The army. He's <laughs> <laughs> their secret so, weapon. So here's Taron holding, playing... With Tim, yeah. it seems. Yeah, that was that was Tar- that was Taryn just holding mm-hmm. almost like a practice pool. Yep, which is disturbing and uh, redlining is the Iron Man Roman Rockwell. This was probably match of the day. I'll just rewind. Okay, it. well, match of the day, match yeah. of the day highlights. Hey, yeah. So okay, so set this one up for us if you want. Right, so we've got Roman Iron Man Rockwell, mm. who's on. The- well, if you're in the camera, the the guy with the real estate agents group over a hundred years emblazoned uh, experience, seven thousand uh, logo on his shirt, seven thousand. <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> he he's experienced. He's probably two and a bit years in to mm-hmm. the sport. He did very well at the tournament last year. Yep. Uh, works as a concreter by trade and lifts wheelbarrows most of the day and he's always got this yeah. incredibly strong rising power here. Um, he's going up against Hamza, who's 16, first tournament. They both have actually similar styles, mm. although the the rising power that Roman has is... I don't think, anyone else, I don't yeah. think anyone else in the club has that level. No. Where he... Where he isn't as strong. He, he gets that initial rise, but that finishing third mm. is where he gets out Stuck. of momentum. Yeah. 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 And yep. that's sort of what happens here. So he gets that position. But uh, I, straight away, Hamza uh, almost put himself on his bicep. Yep. He let, he let, uh, he let Roman go mm-hmm. to get into that three quarter position, as you said, and, yep. uh, and just held the weight. Uh, although he does look like he wants to bite Roman's neck, <laughs> doesn't he? Like he looks like. <laughs> it's always great when, in you're, this when particular you're freeze, yeah. Some, some facial expression. You may win, but I will take you. <laughs> I'll see you tonight, uh, Neil. <laughs> Leave your windows open. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so but uh, Roman, so Roman's caught himself in this position, um, and he and he's not moving the elbow forward in order to gain anything else. 
you know, there's a very specific thing that Armza does which wins him the match here. And it is the cup in his wrist. Yes. He is very, very deeply cupped up. And, yep. and, and that prevents Roman from getting That's through. Uh, Roman needs to pronate to finish there. Mm. That he, and Hamza is forcing him into a hook position. Roman is not a strong hooker. So he's being forced into that from a defensive position. If, if, if Hamza's wrist was any flatter than what he's got it there, he would have been pinned. Mm. But he kept a really deep cup mm. uh, and it prevented Roman or Iron Man from being able to pronate all the way through to the pin. And you see him fighting for that cup and holding that cup. And Roman's redlining, redlining, redlining. Yep. And every time he does, you can see Hamza breathing through it and then just turns mm-hmm. the hand over. I mean, powerful performance, powerful performance there mm-hmm. from Hamza. Not only that, Hamza had been competing all day. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, uh, tried this to do time, the same with Tim, but Tim, uh, Tim, Tim is, is a little bit very experienced. Tim was onto that one after uh, cutting it a little bit too close in the last round, and uh, so this is the final. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Viking now 117 kilos. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Lightning fast! Oh my God, Taron! This is the grand final. This is the grand, f- and it, it. Oh my Bang. God! That was um, that. That is frightening. That is that is disturbing. Yeah, we're going to try and time it. Here we go. It, and, and straight away, so he's, he's. I mean, straight away got everything he wants. Yep. Uh, poor old Viking just looking off in the middle distance there. What, <laughs> what, what, what happened to me? Yeah. I used to be. I used to be at the top. <laughs> now I, just do, I used to teach. Now, 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 now I just do top tens with Matt on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, and so many people in the club have learnt so much from Tim over the years and uh, obviously Taryn now um, has turned his entire attention and energies to uh, arm wrestling and is treating it um, as though it is his vocation and uh, has his own YouTube channel, Dankius Arm Wrestling, that's mm-hmm. uh, building in subs at the moment and mm-hmm. uh, uh, training almost all day, every day. Mm. Um, so, um, and you can see that. That's that's you, isn't it? That's, that's <laughs> Jack Santa. <laughs> He's back. You Jack, Jack Santa. Jack Santa. <laughs> Looks like you. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. You had that hat. You need that sort of hat. I need that, yeah. I don't know what type of hat that is. We'll, we'll be, I'm going to get you one. For <laughs> <laughs> and you have to stand in that pose. <laughs> I'd be like, see, I told you. That's, that's where we got the idea yeah. from. <laughs> uh, I've got some work to do on the moustache. Uh, <laughs> Not on the arms, though. You know, so, pre- they're pretty much about the same size. So, um, and, that, and, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the uh, is the end of the under-95 uh, kilo class. And then um, the, the boys... Well, they, they found their way into the uh, into the overalls, and um, I, oh man, I, I can't wait to see uh, the overalls to see how yeah. um, see how the the boys fared there. But uh, needless to say, uh, Mario Tambakis uh, walked away the winner of the day, um, the overall champion, and um, uh, can't wait to see the the matchup between him and Taron as well. Um, but. Um, I guess we'll leave that one till next week. Mm. And if people want to check out those videos, they can go to the Hollywood Matt Connolly YouTube channel yep. and uh, and check it all out for 
and uh, <laughs> so the, this, the is topic your, for next this is your feed. Um, <laughs> well, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yes, uh, uh, yeah, on Facebook, Hollywood Matt Connolly, Hollywood Matt Connolly, and YouTube as well, and Instagram, and you're on Instagram, uh, yeah, at, at Hollywood at, at Matt Connolly at Matt 13. 13. Yeah, mm. that's the one you mm. got it. Yeah, I remember. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> so yeah, so we're we're trying to put it out on all platforms and also on TikTok. And the weirdest thing, you, oh, you, you're a party of this. Yeah, yeah, you want to bring it up? Well, yeah, the, bring it I up. Can. I can actually. Um, so viewers in the Daily Combat I... podcast uh, may, or, <laughs> uh, viewers and listeners of the Daily Combat podcast uh, may not be following you on TikTok yet, yeah. but maybe they should be. And if they wanted to, what's your handle on TikTok? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to find out. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Open <laughs> I'm it hoping up. that when let's I open it. That there's not like just a, a like thirteen year old girls, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's all like well, my feed. <laughs> Let's your find a new page. Oh, good, it was that. <laughs> good. <Okay. laughs> Let's find my page. <laughs> you just never know what's going to pop up. Yeah, that's so right. this is the Hollywood Matt Connolly uh, TikTok. It yeah. is it's Hollywood Matt Connolly. It is. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Matt Connolly, Hollywood yeah. Matt Connolly, and, and this is your your TikTok feed, and that's right. you got some nice views there. You got eight thousand and. 400 and 1,400 and 1,500 and 9,000, 1.3 million views. That's right. My God. So uh, so this has just taken off in the last couple of weeks? or <laughs> yeah, what, like, what, what, you, you, You've blown up on TikTok. Yeah, You're the absolutely. new... Your arm wrestling's answer to Charlie. It has. Um, yes, it's, so. it's fantastic. Like I love, <laughs> I love the fact that it's getting attention to arm wrestling. Uh, this video, I'm going to play it because okay, I think it's it. only thirty seconds. Let's just see what's the most viral arm wrestling <laughs> video on TikTok right now. I can't make it. And screen, uh, this okay. is uh, so. So this is uh, the prodigy. Uh, doing some. It, it's actually a training technique. I was talking to somebody. I was talking to Tyler, who was leaving. Yes. And uh, and and the prodigy. Uh, Riley is still hmm. working on on positioning, and he's not really going 100. percent But it looks like he is, and from the outsider's perspective, it looks like <laughs> I'm holding him with the, the ease of like a child. Uh, but in reality, like he may be the strongest man in the world. Yeah, that's right. And then it's so easy for me that I'm I'm able to carry on a conversation with somebody else at the same time. <laughs> reality is, he's not trying that hard. <laughs> <laughs> but it got uh, I couldn't believe how much. and look at the comments flow, yeah. flowing through as well oh thousands and it's so weird because I, I put that video up um, and normally you put a video up and then you know you might look at it an hour later and there's Eight views. <laughs> and like, oh, eight views. That's cool. You know, or twenty views. You're like, oh, twenty. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one I put up, and then I think half an hour later, I looked, and there was eight thousand. I was like, eight thousand. That's ridiculous. Like, that's mega. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and then, like, I, I was going to bed, so I went to bed for three hours. Like, uh, <laughs> well, I went to bed anyway. When I got up, it was like twenty five thousand. I'm like. This, wow. is, this is this is going through the roof. This is crazy. Insane. I need to put more stuff up. Do I need security now? Yeah. <laughs> Am I a fan? Do I need to look out my window? <laughs> and then throughout the week, it just kept going and going and going and going. And now, yeah, 1.3 million and still going up. And it's boosted all the other videos up as well. Incredible. Uh, which is 
you know, as I said, I mean, it's it's a funny video. And what do you kids think now that you're on TikTok and that you've got a 1.3 billion well, views on it? Yeah. Well, I, I don't let them have TikTok on, <laughs> on there. They're only nine and five. So. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. You don't know what's going to, as you said, you don't know what's going to pop up on there. <laughs> so, but a lot of people at the gym have seen this video. Yeah. It's just been on their feed. And they go, oh, that's Do the guy in the gym. Yeah, yeah. And they go, yeah, that's me. I talk that's like me. this all the time. That's me. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't have any audio because that's obviously how you do talk when you're on the that's podcast. That's right. I can put um, audio on there. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can dub it. And, and, uh, and, and again, <laughs> just a, as, a, as a reference point, there was a, a nice little video that I saw that popped up after the weekend of you training with uh, Gunter yeah. Zoykov's. Um, that would, uh, well, it just happened, haven't it? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, so, and this is the revenge video. Right. So, this is Matt basically. Well, <laughs> I, I think you're not just searching for positioning, you're doing everything you can to get his head to the pit yep. um, and, uh, and giving it everything, kind of thinking. I know he's not really trying, so maybe I can just slip one in here. <laughs> oh, there's yours truly in the background. Yeah. Just, just jumping in on the banter. That's there's right. A, you know, these guys having a good fun. That's what we're talking about, Gunters. He's, he trains once a year. Look at that. <laughs> look at that forearm. Look at that. That's <laughs> look right. at him. He's just... Insane. Phenomenal, and and, and, and he's just pulling you. He's not. He's actually just leaning over his shoulder. He's not losing any position no. by letting you get closer. Not in the slightest. <laughs> like that, he his whole body's rocked back at any point in time. He's yep. not even applying any back pressure. Yep. You can see he applies minute amounts of back pressure here and there. There, he, hands off the peg. <laughs> when he's out, Matt's hanging off him. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the thing. You, you know you can feel that somebody could just rip through your hand at any yeah, moment they right. want. That's why I was laughing. I'm like, I know you can pull out of this. <laughs> but this was this was his... Well, not he'd his seen thing, this. He'd seen yeah, your yeah. TikTok video before. <laughs> That's Good right. to know that Gunters is on TikTok. Absolutely. And, uh, and he's like, oh... This is like that video. This is you, you were trying. He was trying, and now you are him. Yeah, now you suck. Now you are the loser. You are the loser. Get out of here, you. Let's see how you go against world champion. Uh, we'll see how you think. Uh, you think this is bad neighborhood? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, yeah he's um, oh, Natalie Strong. Uh, yeah. Good old Nat. Yeah. Um, so um, shout out to Nat. She's one of our previous guests on the podcast, uh, but yeah. So it, it, it look at you. You're doing. You're blocking yourself. You're ch- you're, you're trying to beat me and you. Uh, <laughs> I was I was trying, and but I completely forgot. And it's like a rookie mistake to to leave your arm your uh, your supporting arm like mm. that's holding the peg and not and not move it so you've got movement move. to be holding move yeah it. and it was laying on the table I, I did I did the same thing with him and he was saying you're trying to be you're trying to beat me and you you get to <laughs> no, you don't understand I, I know I'm not going to get to the pin I'm yeah. just trying something else yeah, that's <laughs> so right. just, this is me I can't <laughs> uh, but hilarious yeah and, and uh I just, just uh, it's just crazy when you meet somebody who is that next level again. Yeah, and uh, it's a shame we couldn't get that man uh, on the left of screen um, on the table mm. with Mario Timbarkas uh, a couple of weekends ago. But um, it would have been um, absolutely uh, spectacular. Future. I'm sure. I'm sure we're going to see those two men standing across the padded table sometime very, very soon. <laughs> the padded. Table. Do you like that? <laughs> 
Hey? Not the squared circle, the oh, padded, the padded table. table. The padded What's table. The padded room. The padded room. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when they came out with the iPad and everyone thought it was the most ridiculous name ever because it sounded like a like a tampon sort of thing. Like the What I, did they say? Like the iPad. iPad. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, was, was that a thing, was it? Yeah. yeah. But People now, were a bit critical about it. Was, but yeah. now it's been so iPad. ingrained. Yeah, right. Into... I never yeah. even put two and two together, and yeah. now I have. I, I, don't, I can't, can't, you can't, can't go back. Anyway. I can't use it. <laughs> I'm not going to get Samsung's now. Yeah. It's like, and the X, here's another one for you. The Xbox One, when they brought that out, the, yeah. the Xbox One, so XB1 was the acronym, but it, when you read it as one word, it's X-Bone. So... <laughs> 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 You're going to get the PlayStation you're going to get the X-Bone? <laughs> uh, I have a lot of useless trivia knowledge. <laughs> funny, uh, I just love that I'm on your TikTok. Look at that. That's cool. Yeah, where are you? Yeah, I, it's a couple of little bits there. I saw myself there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Yeah. So, uh, oh, that's me and Devin. That's... Me lifting that's weight. Me, me and Devon, that's just me. That's, just that's me showing off. And that's me with my shirt off. off. That's me coming out that's of the water. With my shirt off again. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of that. It's a, little, it's a little bit of that, but you know. If it, You've got to be on here somewhere. Yeah, oh, I, I've seen myself three or four times. Oh, okay. yeah. I can't see you at yeah. home. I'm gone now. I'm gone now. It's up the top. You're in the past. Uh, yeah, I was like, I've seen the past. <laughs> I'm on the top. Oh, there you are. Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. And then there was another. That's us on the podcast. Yeah, that's us. Look at us. Look, that's just talking. That's like this right now. And it was uh, Hubbywood. Hubbywood. So, um, <laughs> just very briefly, can yes. you just run us through the MMA side of things? Just very, like, I know you're in a rush and you get a. Oh, I'm in, I'm in a terrible rush. Uh, so, uh, the MMA's, oh, you know what I need is a card in front of me. If we got a card or something, oh, I, can, I, can, I can slowly. Uh, oh, can see you find, find um, I'm sure we can get one up on the. Um, um, let's have a look here on the Diamondback staff page. There might be something here. Diamondbackfc.com.au, um, the premier organisation for MMA in this country. Anywhere in the world. In the world. <laughs> the world's greatest MMA promotion. Oh, it's not .au, sorry. Oh, cool. Let me say that again. Diamondbackfc.com <laughs> is the greatest ever. It's diamondbackfc.com. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. .au. No, no, no. I don't. Ike yelled uh, at me for saying it once. Oh, did he? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Well, uh, he's, he's, Do you need um, a safe space? He might not have yelled at me. He might have just looked at me in a, in a yelly kind of way. <laughs> Did he raise an eyebrow? Uh, the mate, he, he doesn't even have to. <laughs> I thought you could say he doesn't have you eyebrows. Just know, you, just, you just know you've disappointed him. And that's enough. Uh, <laughs> I was very happy to send him the ticket money that okay, he raised for oh, yeah. arm wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Because um, obviously from our side of things, it was a privilege to be part of it. Yes. And then... Um, he allowed us to sell uh, discounted tickets to the people that were into the arm wrestling. Oh yeah, that was a, yeah, 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 very generous in that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you know to be able to say, um, hey mate, I've got a few thousand dollars for you. <laughs> and I sent it yeah, through. it was like, oh, this is nice, a nice feeling to be able to do that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, especially um, in these times where um, it, it is so uh, difficult for uh, any event organisers to, uh, given the the ever changing COVID situation and how difficult it is to. Um, did you? Uh, have you got it up there? Um, are we going through? Like here we go. Might be tricky. I'll see if I can zoom on it. Yeah. 
that's no, that's the last event. That's the 29th oh, that of Feb. So we are at that time about 10. I don't know if the cards are on the Facebook page. Uh, they there are, was there might some be. changes at the I last I don't think they've updated the... Mm. Well, I mean, we don't have to run through each fight, but just the overall feel. Oh, well, if, I'd say uh, the, 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 overall, the gist of it. The, the gist of it. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, actually, I, I, I feel bad in doing that because I um, there was um, some some really uh, good um, there was some really good fights, and I, I just want to pay tribute uh, to the fighters uh, in particular, mm. um, and the um, and be respectful to, to their efforts, um, and also uh, for our um, uh, for all of the officials and um, and judges, the the referees. Um, from Isco put on a um, a great show and 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 a, do a great job of supporting DFC and delivering these events and um, all of those guys were um, were fantastic and are fantastic to mm. work with um, behind the scenes. There's a there's a fantastic group of people. Uh, Rich Warner, um, who uh, is one of the commentators, uh, spends an enormous amount of time uh, preparing. And I will say, in listening back to uh, Rich's Call of uh, both the MMA card and the uh, and the kickboxing um, card. It was uh, exceptional. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, he's quite the resource, and um, uh, I would say was the best call that I can uh, uh, the best call I can recall mm. um, for an Australian event. Sometimes, so uh, yeah, congratulations, Rich. He, he did a fantastic job. Um, now I'm just looking at my Facebook feed. So. Uh, why can't I find that? That should be just so simple. Well, what about some some of the highlights? I, I did hear your call of uh, Se- Seku 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 Kamara Kamara. Yeah, and I remember that was your favourite name to call out, and I went, oh. Seku Kamara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A big yeah. cheer for uh, Seku. Seku Seku was very warmly received. Um, um, although I don't think, uh, oh, gee, I, I need to have the names in front of me. Yeah, <sighs> I think did he he did actually lose that fight though I believe first round from what I remember I was watching from the other side of an oval so I don't really remember. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, it was it was a lot of the the people that that did attend the event did stick around. Well, I guess that's what they were coming for originally was for the MMA. That's sort of how the uh, entire event was built around uh, people coming to see the MMA card. Mm. So. There was a big crowd, uh, Norwood Oval, uh, Premier Location, uh, Professional. Uh, it was a, there was a pay per view live stream. There was three commentators. Mm. You had yourself as the ring announcer. It was mm-hmm. a, a, a very high quality event. So, with some amazing fights, and un- unfortunately, we did, there was a couple of fights that dropped out, like in the days leading up. Yeah, very difficult for the uh, for the event promoters. Um, uh, with COVID um, playing a major role, mm. I've got it all in front of me. Now. Oh, great! Should we start again? Uh, right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Diamondback uh, Fighting Championship uh, held the uh, Apex Sports Fest, and of course, at the end of that, uh, the day crescendoed in uh, DFC thirteen. Um, and uh, normally, you'd find on a DFC card um, anything up to thirteen or fourteen uh, fights mm-hmm. scheduled. Um, not all. On all, uh, in all cases, will they find their way to the night? Because you know that's just the the nature of things. But uh, on this occasion, there were several last minute um, interruptions thanks to uh, COVID and uh, some last minute injuries. 
And so we found ourselves with a card of uh, eight fights, um, eight very high-quality fights mm-hmm. as well. Um, and uh, we had uh, Ali Al-Kathimi uh, against Seku Kamara um, straight uh, off the off the bat, and uh, Ali taking the victory uh, on that occasion. Um, fantastic. We've seen Seku Kamara uh, in a Pride Fight Series as well as at uh, uh, TFC events, and um, he's made a, a great name for himself. Uh Always presents professionally, uh, looks in great condition, um, and uh, I, but on this occasion, uh, Ali um, got the win and yep. uh, and uh, quite convincingly. Um, but um, uh, the second fight for the night, uh, James Marshall and Barat Geklu, 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 Geklu. I did announce it better on the night. Sure, uh, Barat, uh, Barat came to the fight last minute, and so uh, from uh, he came all the way from Victoria. Uh, he had been training, but he hadn't been preparing specifically for James. Um, James, on the other hand, had been preparing for another opponent, and so uh, last minute changes. Um, both uh, fighters accepted the fight. I got a feeling it might have been a catchweight in the end, mm. um, and um, but uh, on this occasion, James was very, very uh, prepared, and um, regardless of who his opponent may be and uh, James came away with the victory on that occasion mm-hmm. um, the first uh, female fight for the night and maybe the f- you know, first and only uh, female fight on the card uh, on this occasion normally DFC speckled with uh, fantastic female talent but mm-hmm. on this occasion just the one fight on the card mm-hmm. uh, Talia Greats who's a favourite of ours here mm-hmm. on the Daily Combat podcast uh, against uh, Amina Hadea I did uh, watch this fight I, 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 when I saw the she was. I heard you call out the great white greats. I was like, oh, Tell we're going to watch this one. The great white greats. Yeah. yeah. Went right up to cage side and, uh, <sighs> and watched it. Um, what were your thoughts on the fight? So, um, I well, first and foremost, uh, many mightn't be completely aware that Talia's uh, trainer is her dad. Right. And uh, Josh, uh, um, she, she's very close to her dad and, um, and, uh, and her mum, but um, both uh, mum and dad had caught COVID. Um, and a couple of weeks before that, Talia had had COVID as well. So it worked its way through the, the household um, in the lead up to this fight. Most fighters and some fighters on this card walked away from fights because of very similar circumstances. Yeah. Talia, on the other hand, uh, kept her hand held high and, uh, and, and, and stepped into the cage. Uh, this is Talia's second fight in the cage. Uh, Talia's built quite a strong reputation um, in the kickboxing ring, mm-hmm. and uh, it's made a name in Muay Thai. Uh, but uh, uh, and and in her last fight, won as a result of knockout by kicks from uh, memory or technical knockout. It was the one with the knees at uh, the knees. Yeah, by knees. Yeah, it was like fifteen knees in a row, <laughs> something like that. And um, and against um, very uh, highly. Um, uh, highly thought of uh, opponent as well. I think a Queensland champion who might have been Samara. Samara, it might have been Samara. Yeah. Yes, yes, Samara. Oh goodness, mm, we'll we'll come back yeah. to it. So, uh, Batalia, uh, the great white greats, um, was indeed the crowd favourite. I don't think we heard uh, a bigger a bigger cry from the crowd um, after announcing anybody's name. Um, other than Talia's. Um, so um, there was a huge expectations on the local girl. But Amina, my goodness, I mean, what a striker. Mm-hmm. Um, not only a striker, it came in fantastic condition and against the depleted Talia Greats um, uh, performed or executed her game plan beautifully. Mm-hmm. So uh, unfortunately that fight was ended early for Talia. Um, I saw Talia just after... 
uh, after the, um, the the final fight, and mm. she came out of the change rooms, and she could barely open her eyes, and yeah. uh, and she was uh, saying that she was heading off to um, a KFC with her boyfriend <laughs> after just to flinch every time he looked at her, just so that people thought he was a, <laughs> a woman basher. Oh, so uh, it's a good fun for Talia <laughs> and her boyfriend on the way home. So, uh, but a lovely young couple, and uh, Talia uh, certainly um, uh, she performed admirably given the circumstances, not having a dad in a corner um, mm. and not being able to train as hard as what she would have liked to in the lead up to that I'm sure Talia will be back for more um, no, give her a technical breakdown at all on that uh, of my thoughts on would you like to share your technical would, breakdown your technical like thoughts to. on that because you were ringside I was yeah, <laughs> I snuck past I don't know how I was just able to walk straight up to the side of the cage <laughs> <laughs> did you buy a ticket did you pay oh, the extra I, didn't buy it. I, was, I was running the arm yeah. I'm the guy who does the arm wrestling oh you're the arm wrestling yeah. guy oh, come on over said, have a seat by the cage yeah that's all pretty much when I went to drive in pack up at the end um there was a, a guard on the gate and uh i said i just i need to drive over there to get my stuff mm. and he goes oh uh what stuff and i said the arm wrestling stuff i said i'm running the arm wrestling event and he goes oh you got any id or anything and i'm like oh um arm wrestling do you, ID. do you want like a driver's license or something and he goes no like uh the arm wrestling thing and i'm like uh and i'm wearing the <laughs> arm wrestling shirt <laughs> and he sees and i go um the shirt and he goes oh yeah that's fine <laughs> <laughs> we'll take the shirt and get in there, yeah. crazy kid. And then he locked the gates on me. <laughs> I couldn't get out. <laughs> Hilarious. Anyway, but uh, Tal- sorry um, to go on that tangent there. Yeah, right. um, Talia, in that fight, it was a three-round fight, whole <laughs> fight, pretty much the whole fight was mm-hmm. on the feet. Yeah. Uh, what was the other girl's name? Sorry. Amina. Amina. Amina so, Hadea. Amina, mm. very strong overhand right, which mm. she used effectively in several flurries early in the first round, which I think made Talia a little gun shy. Mm. She landed, and she landed to the arm. Like, uh, a lot of these up, uh, overhand rights sort of landed up in, I saw in Talia's upper arm. Mm. Um, they weren't thrown at the face or the head uh, until later in the fight. Um, and But mm. she was throwing six, seven punches at once in a big flurry, yeah. uh, which I think, I'm not sure if Talia might have been a little caught off guard of that, or maybe she got injured quite quickly or something like that. But she, from watching from the outside, she seemed very hesitant to throw. Mm. And it was, she was, she was moving well. Her footwork was fine. Her defense was fine. She just wasn't, there was no offense. Uh, And I I was feeling like, uh, please throw something. Like, you you know, you've got the openings, you're in the right positions. You're in the right positions to throw, but, you know, I think the the times she did move forward and throw, and to Amina's credit, when Tali would throw, she would throw at the same time. So it was like if you're going to throw something, you're going to get hit back at the same time, mm. which I think really put that pressure on. Like I don't want to keep getting hit, uh, and especially leading into the third round. By that, there was a, an accumulation of damage that that Talia had sustained. Mm. Uh, that and there was a big flurry from Amina at the start of the third round, which. Um, to Talia's credit, she mostly blocked. She had a good guard up and she was rolling with the punches. Yeah. But from a judge's perspective, she was getting battered around as in the those strikes were pushing her whole body left and right, which, uh, you know, shows the, the power that uh, Amina was, was throwing with. Uh, there, uh, Talia did have some some success with some knees when in the second round they did 
very briefly go to the ground. Tommy did get a bit of a tight clinch, land some decent knees. Mm-hmm. wasn't enough to win that round. So uh, overall, uh, Amina won a, a fit, and rightly a, a, a unanimous decision. But uh, yeah, would have liked to have seen Talia throw more. And um, yeah, uh, there might be a interesting story that it went it. to unanimous decision, even though you know it talks to uh, Talia's plucky nature. Yeah. Did exceptionally well. Absolutely. Fought really well. Um, the uh, the next fight, I'm going to fuck this up again because um, uh, there we, we had some last-minute rearrangements which ah. actually led to me mis-announcing uh, one of the athletes as they came in. Uh, right. So I think originally, if we return back here, we were expecting Brandon the Great White. White. Mm. So we had Brandon the Great White. White straight after Talia the Great White greats. Okay. So uh, yeah, so uh, so uh, we did have Brandon, Brandon the Great White, White, mm. um, and he was to fight Adam Collette, but um, he did not fight Adam Collette um, on the night. He fought another opponent, and for the life of me, I can't remember who that opponent was right now. But he won. So okay. last minute, turned up. Not only did he win, but then the ring announcer being a complete dickhead, <laughs> announced the wrong name oh. for the winner. The, 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 the name of the person who wasn't there? The name of the person that wasn't there. Right. Is the winner, by default. <laughs> not One, because up. the ring announces. Oh, I, I, hey. Come destroying on. dreams. This is what happens. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, so that, that was... Uh, that was m- my fuck up for the night. <laughs> so, uh, um, now, oh, I don't think Mitch Harms and Lachlan... Oh, goodness. Hang on, we've got to get back up here. There we go. Oh, God. We had a little mess around here. So, Mitch Harmison versus Lachlan Fletcher. Lachlan taking the win on that occasion from Cardioflex. Mm-hmm. Plucky performance again, um, exceptionally well. Um, and uh, Samuel Najolki against Louis Payson. So the junkyard dog, Payson. I don't know if Louis knew he was getting that nickname, <laughs> but I was told in uh, in great confidence by Rich Warner that, no, 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 no. it's a junkyard dog, the junkyard dog. You've got to put it in. So I announced it. Anyway, Louis liked it in the end, and uh, he's now the junkyard dog. So a bit, did, he a bit of a look? Hey? <laughs> did he give you a weird look when you said it? Uh, he <laughs> might have heard it around. Now, apparently, uh, the, the, that nickname was bestowed upon him by his trainer, uh, Craig Ike, and uh, at some point, and it, it gathered some degree of momentum and Rich decided to propel it into the, the world of pay-per-view <laughs> uh, at, at the event. So uh, Louis Payson, very impressive, very impressive. Um, and, and he has been in every bout, full of energy. Um, Samuel Njolki, uh he's been a regular at, uh, well, essentially he's putting his name down for any fight anywhere. Um, and uh, on this occasion met his measure in um, in Louis Payson. Um both fighters uh, put up a great effort, but uh, uh, Louis took it out uh, first round convincingly, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I think we got a window into how savage the junkyard dog actually is on that night. So um, uh, Zach Gregson uh, versus Sam Warren was the penultimate event for the night. Um, it was a title fight, so unusual in this case that the uh, main event was not a title bout. Mm. Um, but nonetheless, we uh, had the, the title fight there between Zach Gregson and Sam Warren. Uh, fantastic fight. Um, the... Um, Zach Gregson. Who won that one? Can't recall. This was the title fight? Mm. 
If only I was there. <laughs> it's a big day. It's, it's a big day. It's a big long day. Um, so we'll, we'll run straight over that one. Uh, the, so the main event of the evening uh, was Damon Upton Green all the way over from Tasmania, uh, fighting against uh, Cardio Flex's own Lyle Karam. Now Lyle maybe had the most support uh, in the crowd of any of the male fighters that was there. They all happened to be uh, standing right behind me. Oh. Um, yeah, and uh, so his mum was there, made it all the way down from Queensland. Wow. Um, so Lyle's history is that uh, he's a South African, young South African chap, and um, uh, has uh, performed in South Africa's version of uh, DFC, um, okay. uh, EFC, I believe. Ah. Um, very professional um, promotion um, and has um, fought admirably over there. And uh, Lyle, um, well, he came prepared. Mm. Um, Lyle's performance was nothing short of stunning. And uh, he, uh, I think, gave the world a taste as to what's to come. I heard some quiet whispers afterwards that uh, Lyle being in the same club as uh, Shane AAA Mitchell might proved to be uh, an issue at some point because both fighters fight in the same in the same uh, weight category mm. or same division and uh, both are enormous talents and both have been knocking on the door of the UFC um, certainly Shane uh, still holds the, uh, the position as the number one guy there at Cardio Flex but after uh, the performance there. Um, interestingly, uh, Shane was the the main event at the last Apex Sport Fest, and this mm. time Lyle was. And uh, Lyle's performance was well; it was staggering. It was wow. uh, it was exceptional. Well, so, I didn't see it. What happened? Uh, so uh, lots of fighting. So Lyle took it out uh, quite convincingly um, uh, by way of knockout, and um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a very, very oh, impressive performance. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah, as I, was, as I was trying to get the guard to unlock the gate. <laughs> this is the guy's into your story. Yeah. But it was, on the, it was replaying uh, on the screen, and I was like, oh, that's a knockout. It, it, is, it was so impressive. It was so impressive. And uh, he, he looked good the whole time, uh, looked in complete control uh, of the fight. What was interesting was after the the first round, most fighters, you know, they're, 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 they're somewhat spent. The, the adrenaline's kind of washed away, and uh, and they've got, they're taking in deep breaths. Uh, Lyle was pacing, wow, pacing like a lion, like wow. he, like staring down his opponent. Uh, didn't sit down yeah. un- until he was until basically his corner said, "You know, come on, sit down." But as soon as the, the the bell went at the end of the round, he walked to his corner and he paced back and forth uh, between the poles and the octagon, staring at his opponent like, "I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. I don't need to sit down. I'm ready." Uh, that sight in itself was <laughs> something. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't for the showmanship. He he was he was fired up. He was fired up, but not fired up in this uh, reckless emotional way. Like fired up as in a determined, focused kind of way. Uh, and from that moment forward, you know, I don't think there was any doubt in anybody's mind who was going to be walking away uh, yeah. with their hand held high at the end of that night. And um, I, was, I was fortunate enough to have a, a brief chat with uh, Lyle and his family, mainly to uh, explain to, uh, 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 well, just to, uh, not to explain, but to apologise to Lyle for calling him Cole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> almost twice. Did, uh, uh, when I announced him to come out, um, apparently the story goes that the, the Cardioflex guys heard me call up Kyle Karum and... Uh, uh, Kyle Crusher Karum and 
I don't know how I got that wrong exactly, <laughs> but uh, anyway, I did. And uh, so as he's walking out, his team's saying, hey, Kyle Lyle, oh. how you going? Oh, giving him a bit of shit. So I, I, I hope it fired him up yeah. a little more. Um, and uh, it seems to have had the effect, so I might fuck it up next time. Yeah, exactly. Well. Uh, and then, of course, uh, uh, Ikey, uh, uh, being the complete professional that he is, uh, ran across and uh, caught my ear and he said, it's, it's Lyle, not Kyle. Don't worry about it now. Just when he wins, get it fucking right then. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And then uh, and then I fucked it up again. Oh, good. I was to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining Mikey uh, just going, no. Fuck it, did he do? No, actually, just uh, in the post-match uh, interview, um, in, in the heat of the moment, I went, okay. you know, uh, Carl, uh, Carl, oh, let's, oh, yeah. fuck. But anyway, no, uh, he... he he was very, I will say, Lyle was extremely gracious. and uh, But not only that, but a uh, fantastic young guy. Uh, great to have a chat to afterwards. His, uh, his mum and his whole family were there um, uh, come down. So a lot of a lot of support from those guys. Um, big big chunk of the South African community came along uh, to uh, to encourage him as well. And um, uh, at, in the car park at the end of the night, he, he shared his thoughts on the night and uh, was very happy with the way his preparation went. And then coming into the fight, he had his mindset right. And, uh, and his mind it wasn't going to go any other way so he's onwards and upwards and um and ready for bigger and better things and um and i think uh, of, of all the fighters um there was one to me that shone the brightest uh of the male competitors of the night and uh, that would have been lyle yeah. lyle Karam. he uh, uh an outstanding young talent deserving of his nickname crusher mm. and uh, i think we're going to see some huge things from lyle uh during 2022-23 what about a match between him and shane mitchell yeah well i don't know what corner craig ike would sit in on that occasion but uh so and that may that. be maybe what maybe may, what in a perfect world shane mitchell will be in the ufc in the, in the coming months and uh and leave that little bit of breathing room for somebody like lyle to to uh to occupy uh, the vacuum um, and uh, and so we, we hope from Australia's uh, MMA perspective that uh, we don't see that. Uh, we would love to see Shane uh, fighting in the big leagues uh, very, very soon. And, and actually wonderful to see Shane there as well, the winner from last year mm. um, and uh, and current DFC uh, champion. Mm. He uh, uh, popped along to the event. Um, such, a, such a lovely young guy, just back from... Um, uh, Lapland in Finland um, went over for holidays, yeah, okay. and um, uh, he uh, has come back fresh um, and um, and ready for more in uh, 2022, 23. So um, exciting. E- exciting times, uh, exciting times for MMA, exciting times for cardio flex, exciting times for DFC, and um, and from what I understand, uh, the guys are really plotting away for the next one. Awesome. Yeah, lots to look forward to. So, uh, uh, if you well, you know, now be the time to uh, maybe jump on and uh, to diamondbackfc.com and uh, check out the pay per view because it's up there. It's live for thirty six bucks. You can see the whole card. You can see much of what happened during the course of the the, the entire day um, and uh, see some of these amazing events we were talking about earlier on in the podcast. Um, Importantly, uh, you can catch both of those cards that we were talking about. The um, uh, both cards were exciting to watch. Um, the Muay Thai, kickboxing, and uh, the MMA card. Um, so uh, you'll definitely get your thirty-six bucks worth if you uh, didn't come along uh, on the day. It's uh, it's it'll give you not just the highlights, but the uh, the entirety of each and every bout. Mm-hmm. And Rich's amazing call during both cards. So. Um, DFC, DFC. The next one's uh, being being uh, drawn up as we speak. So um, you know, jump on there and uh, 
It's even cheaper. It's even cheaper. Maybe you want to go over there. Uh, official live stream replays. Oh, not bad. I paid thirty six bucks. Maybe I should have waited a couple of days. <laughs> uh, so, um, so jump on there for uh, for seventeen bucks. What's that? Twenty five bucks. Twenty four dollars. Yeah, Australian twenty four dollars. Twenty four bucks. Get you get yourself a, a replay of uh, a Diamondback FC's uh, latest event. Um, and, uh, both the MMA card. I think you get both the MMA card and the Muay Thai and kickboxing cards um, for. Uh, the Apex Sport Fest. So uh, jump on there, get yourself a pay per view, and uh, soak up some spectacular sporting action. Um, so um, a great day, a fantastic event, and something um, we can't wait to to see next year. Yeah. So, um, so from us, um, uh, we uh, we rated a, a ten out of ten, yep. and uh, and we'll uh, we'll definitely be back there next year for the third inaugural year, the, th- the third <laughs> debut. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so well, well, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast once again. It's always a joy to have you listening in wherever you may be around this uh, wonderful world of ours. And um, uh, any further thoughts before we, we head away for tonight? Uh, maybe a double bicep to finish off. Is there a double bicep? I think we'll, we'll give it a go. You give it a go. Bang! There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. Um, so, uh, so we'll have a whole lot more coming your way with combat and strength. Hang on. Strength, sport, action. Very, very soon. Good night, Thank Australia. You. Australia. <laughs> and the world. <laughs> <laughs>